Today's episode features Valika Scott. Before I go any further, I think I should make a correction. Um, during the podcast, I mentioned that the Philadelphia, the, the notorious Philadelphia uh, sports fans had booed um, the first man to receive a hand transplant. But I looked into it and, uh, and I found out it was that actually happened in Cincinnati. So sorry for that. Now that we have that out of the way, let's introduce today's guest, Mrs. Valika Scott, Philadelphia native with a resume like no other. This episode is full of laughs and we touch on some serious stuff too. Three hours together and we only started to scratch the surface. We talk about Philadelphia cheesesteaks, which don't actually have to soak through the bag like Will Smith taught me when I was young to be authentic. We go through topics ranging from cheesesteaks to salsa dancing. So, um, anyways, I hope uh, I hope you guys enjoy. This episode is brought to you by the Blanket Fort Experience. This YouTube channel brings picture books to life. If you are a parent, teacher, or picture book enthusiast like myself, there is something for you. The comment section under the videos has some conversation starters to help you connect better with your children, students, and self. The Blanket Fort Experience. Like it on Facebook. Follow it on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Yeah, but oh, I think I in China, like like when I came here, the ground yeah, floor, like, like in in Gyeonggi is like sixty stories. That's ground floor. Like yeah. everywhere you look is just sixty stories. It's <laughs> it's crazy. And I think in China's the same. When you get to some of those big cities, fifty, sixty stories is like the average yeah, apartment China. level. China no, here they, here it's like twenty. Just rolls of right rules. here it's twenty twenty five stories. That's not. That's I guess, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Man. Uh, Can you imagine going to Busan and being like, oh, it's so small. Five million. My hometown's 85,000. <laughs> it says the, region, nothing, yeah. the, the, the region's six million. Would that be like the greater Philadelphia area? I or? would say centers, yeah. GPA? Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. I would have guessed way, way longer than that. I read lots about Philly um, in a couple of books, old, old books, and this William Penn comes up as the founder of, of Philadelphia. Look, if if you're looking at history wise, Philadelphia was mixed in it all. Yeah. From the Underground Railroad to electricity to the Liberty Bell, you coming through Philadelphia. If you look past history wise, the music industry, mm. Philadelphia was a huge part oh, of I the would, music industry. I would love to hear more about that. Oh, just look up South Street. Look up the history of South Street. Frank Sinatra, all of them have party there. Mm, very nice. The, yes, Marvin Gaye, all Patty Labelle. These are huge. Yeah, yes, huge and who happened to went to my high school? Patty Labelle is a Barton Brave, and lives across. Well, used to live across the street from my uncle. Forty percent black or African. That is, a, and if I had to guess, I would guess from what Thank I've you. seen growing up. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't okay. Know. Um, Philadelphia is more multicultural than most yes. cities, right? I will say the term brotherly love has its good and has its bad. You know. What about, you, you said you got a. a she yes. told me as soon as I got into you, her dad's, what, 70? My, yeah, it's almost 70. My youngest sister is 15. 15. We were talking about yeah. the age gap between the Koreans and how they have the last son with yeah. pressure from the in laws or whatever. You got a sister that's 15? Yes. 
<laughs> dad's, I'm trying to do the math there. Dad's, uh, dad's been, dad's been hanging is, out on South Street. This is, no, my, my, dad is, <laughs> my dad is married. My This is my stepmom's first child. Yeah. So who was I to get mad? Yeah, I'm, absolutely. First of all, it's not my life. Mm. You a married man. This is your wife. If that's what she wants. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Give got, me my little sister. That's all I look. We got That's a couple awesome. of those guys in Ulsa. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when it comes, and Chloe, that's all my, all my nieces and nephews are my babies. Yeah. And my, my little sister is my baby. And I have a sister. Mm. My sister is 40. I'm 47. She's 43. Yeah. Four kids, 19 to my Hyatt is. She should be going turning five, but she's going on twenty five. But that's my yeah. Mother. And I'm super proud of my sister. She owns a daycare center. She owns a event center. Oh, fantastic! She has a cleaning business. So my sister is doing her thing. Yeah. And then there's Chloe, the the last of the Mohicans. Yeah. Would, would you would you say? That's awesome. So man. that's awesome. Sounds like you guys are. Quite, uh, quite hard workers. You got the the, the hustle mentality like me and uh, Nate over and, there. And still from my mama. That's awesome. And still from my mama. What happened? What's wrong with the new generation? They lazy. <laughs> <laughs> they want everything handed to them on a silver platter. They cry. They bitch and moan about they, everything. That's what they said about us too. Look, I played outside. <laughs> I played outside until the street lights came on, and that's when I knew I had to be in front of my house. But yeah. our parents had to walk uphill both ways in six feet of snow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, I I showed um, I showed my my cousin, my little sister. I said I've actually had to go to school. We didn't get snow days. Yeah. It had to be up to here. Yeah. And God forbid if you had grandparents like mine, they cleaned the streets so you you would take your <laughs> so, It's uh, easier to shovel the sidewalk exa- and watch you all day. <laughs> exactly. So we went to school and then waited until you got in school for the school to say, okay, the snow is getting bad. Yeah. We're going to send you home. So you, yeah. oh, And no. that's when you got excited. Like, yes, yeah. I get to go home. I get to play in the snow. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, that was it. Like the snow day was like play in the snow. It was go outside and play in, in the, the snow. snow. It wasn't, uh, you can't go anywhere because there's too much it's, snow. Yeah. Same here, the typhoon day. Yeah, go out and play in the rain and the wind, go surfing, go whatever. It wasn't, it was never just stay in. It was go and enjoy Wait, whatever. I know Seoul had a really big snow. Look up the snowstorm of, what was it, 2003? Mm. Shut Philadelphia. I'm from Winterpeg. Yes. So you, our that's, buses that's was covered. Wait, our buses was covered. Like there was no cars. Nothing could get through the block. Yeah. Nothing could get anywhere. People were on snowmobiles. I've never seen snowmobiles in Philadelphia, and yeah. it was like literally like. So there's yeah. there's it's some these. big northeasterns, but uh, and yeah, I've never been. They're kind of rare, but in the last four or five years, I feel there's been a lot more. Like you see, every year they get smashed with one or two yeah. big ones, or sometimes like Buffalo, two or three in a month. Buffalo seems to get hammered too. Yeah, and be it world, I'm only forty minutes but from Buffalo, and it's pity, it seems like Philadelphia, yeah. Vermont, Maine. I mean, they, and sometimes it's yeah, it's like two or three in a row, and the they like the they wipe out all the power lines and everything. But we get that like all winter. <laughs> like, that's like the normal winter. Main reason so why I won't go to my stepmom's house in Canada. She's like, you have to plug your. Uh, Put a battery up to you. I'm not coming to visit you. No. 
I don't like the snow. Yeah. Wow. If you got at snow, all. If you only got snow to the top of the bus and don't have to plug your cars in. That's not that's, tro- that's tropical. <laughs> well, nope. What's plug your cars in? The block. Take the battery. The blocks in. will freeze. Yeah. See, the okay. actual block uh, will freeze. So we plug the blocks in. It's called a block heater. heater. Keeps the okay, blocks okay, warm okay. so they don't freeze and crack. Oh. But your car just doesn't start. And then then it's so cold that you can't get it started because even your garage is too cold unless you have heated floors, which only became yeah. probably common in the last 10 years. So you have to bring it, tow it to a shop, which has an, a heated shop, <laughs> and they have to have room just to thaw your car out. Yeah. Because if you don't thaw it out, they can't get it going again. So it's, yeah, imagine your block is just a hunk of ice. Can't start it, can't move it. Nope. Oh. So. <laughs> nope. Oh. I will visit you. When is summer? Yeah. Your mom, your, your parents live on a lake and they have some pool. Okay. I'll visit during that time. But Koreans will never know the pain of waking up an hour early to shovel your driveway just to go to work. This I don't know. They get, they get some snow and oh, up here. And and yeah, yeah, here. So, like, I, I just think of specifically like, like in Calgary. In Calgary, they don't have any, they have very, very limited snow removal equipment because it's a huge burden on the city's budget. And it's usually melted within two days. So if they get a huge uh, Chinook comes in, drops two feet of snow, mm-hmm. is it worth going and plowing all the streets or just leave it? Because it takes two days. Two it days. takes two days to get to all the streets anyways. So they usually just, just let it melt. they yeah. usually just leave it, and the city's rough going. Everyone drives these big monster trucks, but um, they they don't they don't have a lot of snow. The main fares and that's it. But in Seoul, I think like. They don't even have insulated, like, they're telling you to wrap your pipes up with towels and stuff. And I was like, you guys get to minus 20. Like, how isn't all this stuff insulated? Yeah. <laughs> they, they live like it's not really cold, but they actually get minus 10, minus 20 regularly. So it's weird to see them. It's like the whole city's not winterized. I'll stay here. <laughs> oh, it's mild here. I, There's, it's not I mild. had on a windbreaker during the wintertime. My students would look at me, teacher. You're not cold. I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> I mean, but that's because the heater's on plus sixty. N- no, no. This is this is this is normal. This the, the humidity here. Yeah, is killing me. Oh, yeah. It's almost gone. Yeah. No, I'm. You look at the forecast. Wednesday. Come see. Come yeah. look. Come see me on Wednesday. You're gonna be like, why are you sweating? Hey, I got the gene too. <laughs> or, or missing, missing that gene. Gene, it just I sweat in my hair. It, it runs in my family. How do Koreans not sweat? How do they Koreans not sweat? They, I do the, the same exercise as the guy beside me, and I'm wringing <laughs> my shirt out, man. I'm I'm leaving trail puddles of of sweat, and he's like got the little stain right here. It's it's incredible. Makes you mad. You just I, sitting there like, know what? We, just get we came out of that. hockey last night, and that's the best thing of going to hockey in the summer is that it's the rink has to be cold. Although the humidity poses a lot of challenges for the for the ice makers, and the rink's just sweating like the walls are dripping wet. Everything's just dripping, <laughs> but because they don't manage it properly, if they had more circulation and stuff, it'd be it a lot different. Sense. They just don't know how to manage the humidity. But uh, yeah, when we come out of there. And you feel kind of like fresh and and cool, and mm-hmm. then as soon as you get to the top of those stairs, like, oh my god, what happened? I just walked into the jungle. It's yes, can so I tell humid. you, I'm dying, dying to see a hockey game here. Um, I'm interested in rugby because I'm a football fan. Mm. Just you, the, you just the, missed it. The rugby boys just played. I 
yesterday. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. Um, that's I do want to experience some type of sporting events here, and I dated a hockey player all through high school, so imagine being the only black girl at the ring like this. <laughs> well, who are you here for? Number 15, Eugene Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. That's my boyfriend. You want to see sports? You want to see sports here? Yeah, I do. Uh, believe it or not, I want today, to. Today, 3 p.m., uh, Wilson Hyundai is playing right down the street. Are you serious? Yeah. Soccer game. Soccer World game. World Cup yeah. Stadium. But the, the Korean games are here next month. Cool. The national games. So Korean summer games, they start, I think, opening ceremonies the 13th. I think for what and there's lots of big track and field events coming the summer games track and field rowing tennis golf everything oh is it it? yeah Yeah, you can keep golf (laughs) swimming swimming's at like I don't know if you know around here's the it's one of the biggest sports complexes in Asia I have no clue at the world world archery championships they got a Olympic size pool right yeah but they just redid it the diving they got all the diving center the baseball wow. stadium, the World Cup stadium, the all in one little the shooting the shooting range, inline short track and long track inline skates, lawn bowling, everything within like tennis three four kilometers away. Yeah, definitely thirty forty tennis courts. So, I'm here. I figured you know I want to get a little bit of everything so yeah. that I can tell my family and them yeah everything. And when I do go back home and because I still keep in contact with the people I my old coworkers. Yeah. They're like, well, Leek, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? Well, today I ain't do a damn thing. <laughs> today I didn't do anything. I stayed home because it was just too damn hot. It was, it was, thir- it was 38. And- well, that's summer games in Canada are either in July or August. As far as I know, they're in the summer. But the World the World Cup is typically a summer event, mm-hmm. November, December yep. in Qatar. And it was supposed to be October, November, I think. Mm-hmm. They just changed it. Three four months ago, they pushed it back another month because it's just it's still too hot. Are they still doing the cloud seeding and all that? To, I don't know. Cloud seeding. Chi- China was. Yeah. They'll be. They'll be like they have to make clouds or the players will melt on the Jeez, on the field. Then. But China was shooting those rockets up in the sky there to make it rain because yeah. it wasn't raining. <laughs> okay, that's when you stay in the house and you turn on the air conditioner and the fan and just sit in front of your TV like, okay, we're gonna watch this one today. We're not going outside. Do we, should I get a fan in here? You guess hot? I don't know. I'm pretty warm. Oh. <laughs> we, we spoke up the heat. I'm pretty warm. The it's yeah, it's one of the biggest sporting facilities in all of Asia. I've, because it's all in all in one spot, and and in Seoul you have the World Cup Stadium, then you mm-hmm. have this on the other side of town, this over here, but it's all, it started with just the World Cup Stadium. Then they built the swimming pool. Then they built the archery center. And that was the World Archery Championships. And we went and there was like 20 people there. <laughs> and we're like, how the hell did Ulsan get the world? There's people from all over the world. And, and nobody. Is here. Um, and then they built the baseball stadium, which, man, you should have went. Last week was the Lotte Giants were there. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't know these things. We'll send online. And that I don't go online. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's how you got to know what's going on. Though. It's too hard I'm gonna have, no, I'm going to have to start going online. Because if you're hanging out with Mel, Melanie Mel, is Mel not stays home. Mel, Mel stays home, and she doesn't know what's going on either. Melanie 
That's my girl. That's that's my girl. That's that's my beach buddy. But you're not gonna find out what's going on in town. No, no. I'm so <laughs> I'm gonna have to like start I, looking I went more the first, I went the first night and I posted, hey, if you're looking for it's something okay. fun to do and you haven't been out, go check out the baseball game. You'll have a blast. It's 15 bucks and probably the best sporting event you'll be in in the next 10 years because. Sports in Asia are just very different than. That's why I want it. Back check home, out. it's just yeah. corporate seats. Everybody's paying big money and wants baseball to be here. It's you're sleeping at you're sleeping at home in the seventh inning stretch. Here, stand up, tie the garbage bags on your head. People are going bananas. Oh, base it's a base whole, it's hit. A whole Watch game. out! Uh, the whole whole game is just people going nuts. Everyone's got their own chance. Uh, but that's all right. You can go to Busan and watch one. <laughs> okay, well. It was easier here across the street, but <laughs> the uh, or if you're around next spring, the, they're back on. But they're always lots of fun. Okay. No doubt. Do we need any official intro or anything? Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life, number 81, featuring Velika Scott. Welcome. We've already, uh, we're almost 20 minutes in, but <laughs> we're good. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming out early on a Sunday morning. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. How uh, you survived Nate's wild driving in the... Uh... His, his, he, he, he did good. He did good. <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen me drive, so <laughs> he did great. How's driving in, uh, in Philadelphia? Is it as wild as it is here? No, people... People stop at red lights and people stop at red lights oh, unless good. you're my friends. Yeah, Portia, don't be mad at me. Um, my poor child, if she can get around it, she's she's going to get around yeah. it. Um, scooters and motorcycles here go through red lights back home. They'll go. Sometimes you'll mm. see a cop, then they'll see you, and they'll just just look at you like. And then you get that one gun hole police officer just like, you know what? Yeah. You can use a few of those guys here. Yeah. Oh, slow yeah. these guys down. They just fly. Yeah, no like, doubt. Did you not see me? And then they blow the horn from a mile away. It's like, you're eight blocks down the street. Why are you blowing a horn at me? Because I'm coming through the light up there, and I don't want you to start when uh, you're just what green. That is? Okay, all right. I understand now. You're just okay. going to be green, but I'm still coming, so wait for me. And i got somewhere to go. Dude. If you want to take five years off your life, just drive for a couple months here. And the the stress will... The stress will is, is that why I haven't transferred my driver's license over and gotten an international driver's license? Oh, Lord. That's, uh... Yeah, that's killing more people than smoking, I think. Just the stress from driving. Driving? Just uh-huh. the stress then from maybe driving. Maybe I'll stick to the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll stick to the bus walking in my bike. My stress... I don't get stress from driving. My, my stress is my wife commenting on my driving. <laughs> There's, a, there's an easy fix. You know? Go so to you, sleep. No, no. You pull over. You say, you, you don't like it? You drive. No, no, no. Okay, no. Then you, but then they, they realize they do the same Give thing. death touch. But you're not allowed to comment on their driving style. I mean, and every time it's like, I'm just showing you what you do so you know how it feels. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, every time. Am I driving? Allow, please. By all yeah. means, do you wish to be in this seat? Because yeah. I would gladly climb in the back seat and yeah. allow you to drive. Yeah, that's that's my play that's my, my go to. The there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'd love to play on my phone and not watch the chaos in front of my window. <laughs> there is this new species, right? Like people driving at sixty and then just looking at their phone on the highway. A new species. <laughs> yeah, there, I meet so many people that way. Like, I, I joined the highway maybe for 500 meters. Yeah. And I meet, like, three guys driving, like, 9 a.m. morning. Yeah. You, you know it because you pull up on them and they're going so slow. You you know they're on their phone because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 80 or 90 and they're doing 60. Yeah. But the crazy ones he brought up a few weeks ago was the motorcycle guys. 
and I honk at them, and they they don't they don't have one phone, they got two phones. Two phones, phones. <laughs> yes. Because one's like the delivery phone, and one is like their the own phone. phone. And yeah. I don't even know how they don't fall off their motorcycle. Like, yeah. my phone falls off the <laughs> aircon or whatever. I got the I got the thing on, you know, the holder, and mine comes off once a week. These guys are on motorcycles driving like indie racers. And and bumping around town, in and out of traffic. Yeah. Never worried about their phone coming off. Never mind driving using two phones in the rain. And, and in, the rain. <laughs> in the rain, that I'm like, <laughs> uh, dude, you you got it. But I I honk at them like, hey bud, I'm coming. Don't do anything crazy. I mean, I, you sure. see, you see all, you need to, all you need to see is one or two of those commercials back home, or talk to anyone who's lost a family member or friend from texting and driving and. and It'll crush you. But texting it, I think and driving, until it, walking and texting. But until it happens to you, I think it, it doesn't do a lot. Because I honk at these guys. I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be looking at both phones and drive. <laughs> like, keep it to one, eyes up and down, or just drive, please. And you honk and they look at you like, why? what the hell's wrong with you, yeah, buddy? Why are you honking? Well, you, you're... you're Driving like a, just hoping you're on this on the road watching your phone. But you, you know what it is though. It's it's the ninety nine percent of times that it nothing happens. But That's it's the one percent that yeah. someone just takes a step out and, and gets hammered, or a car pulls out. Man, it happened to me. Yeah. And you said it's not just walking or not just driving. Right. It's, it's it's walking the small I'm like, in the cab. I'm in the cab. I'm, I'm running a little late for work, so I said I'm I'm going to take a cab to work. So the cab driver is coming out of the top of my block. Young lady. On her phone, she like cab driver missed her, but I was like, "Whoa, stop!" <laughs> so he slams on the brake. This chick never once looked up. She just kept going. Oh, no. <laughs> you need to. That's the thing. So I honk at them sometimes, and they think like even if it's the crosswalk is green and they're going, and they're supposed to go, but they got no awareness of what's going on. And if the car wasn't paying attention and turned. Your bumper, you, your hips ain't that wide, honey. The car's in the wrong, but do you want to get hit? Like, if at least if you're not on your phone, you might be able to stop Dude, I've or seen, avoid it or whatever. I've seen people miss the whole chance to walk across. across the street. Yeah. They look up and they go, phone. oh, and back on the phone. Again, <laughs> your hips are not that wide. This car, trust me, weighs a whole lot more than you do. Yeah. yeah. Glance up. Take two seconds. Oh, there's a part. But it's not, yeah. Like you said, it's a, it's just a different generation or breed of, mm-hmm. of people because, well, one, we call them smombies, and now my, my kids, when we're driving, they're like, smombie, smombie, smartphone, smartphone zombie, smombie, smombie. And I just laugh and I said, well, oh, dad, why can't I get a phone? Well, you can't be a smombie. You know, they look like aliens walking around. But um, it's, do you ever see the the meme or a commercial or something that shows you how the different generations work? And like the, the 50 and 60 year olds are just working like normally and then it shows the 30, 40 year olds and they're kind of like this and the phone's kind of in between I, their yes, hands yeah, and working like... and then it shows the like the 20 year olds and they work like this like they're <laughs> and, and they're, you know, they, they can't they can't separate it. It's part of their body. It's an extension of their body. They can't separate it. Stimulate me. And it's a, it's a problem. Uh, it's just the, a whole new you way ever, of living. You ever yeah. seen the clip of the guy? He's at a birthday party, and maybe there's a quarrel between two kids, and he just slaps the girl. And then he walks up, and he's, and the dad's like, oh, you just slapped my girl. And he slaps that. you never seen that? I have he no. Walks, he, I haven't seen at, that. They're at a backyard barbecue party, and he just he like, he like puffs his chest out and just walks and like, 
Slap! <laughs> Someone else comes up and like, slap! Oh, yeah, that does like slap. a yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Maybe now I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna look for oh, it, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm gonna look for it. But anyways, yeah, that's slapping. Wow. Yeah, slapping. <laughs> that's, uh, that's needed here, I it's, think. It's sad, but I... <laughs> there's some... Years ago or something. Oh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some... Not, not joy, but... <laughs> there's some uh, comic relief in watching what? those things on YouTube videos where the guy's walking and like falls in a pothole in China or something like whoa, whoa dude, wait, no. get off your phone wait that happened that happened in downtown Philadelphia Center City it was on the news the, the, the guy business suit he's walking walking on his phone briefcase he just walking and answering texts there's the the great they were doing work never once paying attention went straight down yeah Oh, Jesus. And, and sometimes I think you deserve it, but other times, like, maybe there should have been a barrier there to prevent you, but you got to be responsible. You have to look. Like, have yeah. your head up. Man. Now, and, and it was on the news, and I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but then, then, ironically, kind of the same thing happened to me, except oh, I no. wasn't on my phone. My godson had autism. He had a severe case, nonverbal. Hmm. Um, they... Right, right before that time, he was walking, but eventually he stopped walking. So he, we, me and his mom, we were we walked to the store. So as we we're coming back from the store, he broke away from me. So it called himself running and mm. wanted me to chase him. So he steps across a manhole cover. I step uh, on it. I go through. My right leg caught the sidewalk. My left leg went down, and my foot turned the opposite way. Oh no! So that wasn't my fault. Yeah. City tried to say, City of Philadelphia, my beloved city, tried to say I was overweight. The reason why I fell through <laughs> this manhole cover. <laughs> At that time, I had I was in the Navy. I was in the reserves. I had to be about 135 pounds. Hmm. Come to find out, that was the wrong lid. Did they put a Tupperware lid on there? <laughs> Jesus. They're supposed to be three inches. Uh, you ever tried lifting up a manhole cover? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> a so real one? Really, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, come to find out. It was the wrong cover. Mm. On They just put anything there. And the bad part it's is. saran wrap. <laughs> exactly. That's what it looked like. The bad thing is there was an elementary school right here, another elementary school here. Then there was a um, construction company here not construction company, but you can get plywood and all that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Like it. anybody my nephew could have fell out. through that yeah what would you going to blame it on on the fact that he yeah. doesn't understand yeah, yeah but yes yeah, so i was like thank god i wasn't on my phone because then i would have been the mean yeah no yeah. doubt oh <laughs> so brutal when, when you say philadelphia i think of will smith or yep. fresh prince of bella yep tell us, little, too. tell us a little bit about philly i Will Smith didn't grow up too far from me. Yes, he's older than me, but you could see him playing basketball. Speaking of slapping. You know. <laughs> you know what? I still love Will. Man. I still grew love Will. You could play. You could grew see up him with playing him. basketball yeah. For, yeah. for real? Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, you, living in Philadelphia, you you saw uh, lots of celebrities, especially if you lived on City Line Avenue. Um, Charles Barkley. He lived on City Line Avenue. You could oh. see him at going to get gas, and he'll... How you doing? Oh, wow. That's yeah, I, cool, mean, eh? I didn't like Charles Barkley much when he played ball. But, <laughs> but now that he's an analyst. He's funny. Him and Shaq. They are, are hilarious. They're, they, they're they one of the hilarious. best shows on TV. Yeah. I love my home. A little controversial, a little bit uh, dicey and spicy. But, there you go. But I like him. <laughs> um, I'm dying. I'm dying for a real Philadelphia cheesesteak. 
That's real the, Philadelphia I, I know that from Fresh Prince, and it's got to like bleed through the bag, yeah? No. No? <laughs> depend on where you go. Depend on where you go. I'll tell you what. If you guys ever go to Philadelphia, don't go to like Pat's and Geno's. That's, that's, that's trash, man. Yeah. <laughs> Give that, us the real that's, deal. That's trash. If you want a good cheesesteak, you want to You're going to lose go, your residency card there. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. They will. People from Philly. <laughs> people from Philly will tell you, don't go to Pat's. Don't go to this. It's trash. No, you either want to go to your neighborhood cheesesteak pizza place to get a good one, or you're looking at Ishka Bibbles, um, Jim Steakhouse, those type places, which are well known. You see them in a lot of movies. But I love Chester Pizza because it's in my neighborhood, mm. and they're going to make it the way I want it made. Did Barstool do a review of them yet? No, no not, not yet. yet. <laughs> but they need to go to Chester Pizza, 53rd and Chester Avenue, and get it with mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard, pickles, a little bit of fried onions. <laughs> mayonnaise, ketchup, <laughs> mustard, mustard, pickles. Pickles on your cheesesteak? On a cheesesteak and a little bit of fried onions. Yeah. The what what is that a steak? What have <laughs> you cheesesteak? That is a cheesesteak, cheese man. <laughs> what have you what have you found? What have Savage. you found close in Korea? Not a damn thing. Sorry. I tried. I found some good burgers. I have found some good burgers, but it's the Amarosa rolls that make the cheese date. Mm. I was going to say, so what about the meat? Because I, 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 I do a pretender one with a with bulgogi. I was about to say, now, if you take the sugar out, yeah. why do you have to put sugar in everything? I don't like so people, so people eat it. Is that what that is? I, I like it. My mother-in-law uses uh, she uses fruit. Sometimes I throw a kiwi or something in there just to give it a little. Mm-hmm. In what? In bulgogi. We all or sorry pears, apples, the, the pear. yeah, pears. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah, But I mean, I do bulgogi, and we'll we'll, we'll either cover it with cheese mm-hmm. and onions, uh, mushrooms, and peppers. Don't, don't put the sugar in. Don't don't put the. No, dish. I just mean bulgogi <laughs> yeah. from Costco. Go. <laughs> It's already got some sugar in there, I think. Get you, get you if you want to do it right. Get you a ribeye. Get it thinly sliced, like thinly sliced. Ribeye. It's already too much work. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want, if you want it good, yeah. you want a thinly cut ribeye, hot grill, put on the grill, a little salt and pepper. Sometimes, depending on what you want on it, you may not want to use the salt. Just a just a sprinkle. One of those. One of those. Yeah, yeah. one of those. Yeah. Flex muscles. <laughs> oh, no. I had, I had a string down there. <laughs> but, yes, thinly cut ribeye and just let everything marinate together. Put the mayonnaise. If you want to toast your roll, you can. Put the mayonnaise on it. Smash it. Flip it. And just go to work. Yeah. Man, I don't and know. And then just let it. <laughs> I don't know how. Does, Trust me. You're from good. Philly. It's does it good. does it matter for you being from Philly? Sure, but if you have good spaghetti and you love it, you love it. True. We can say we're Italian or, or part Italian, and, and we think that's not good. But if you love it, you love it. So, Dad, they used to winter in Florida, and my dad's a restaurant connoisseur. <laughs> you can't tell by looking at him, but <laughs> but if he he brought us to this Philly cheesesteak place. Which was where the Buccaneers went. She's like, it's in Florida. It can't be Philly cheesesteak. It's Steakum. Steakum. But but that's where the Buccaneers went. All the pro athletes went. And it was this deadly sandwich. And I don't know. I don't even know if I care what a Philly, Philly cheesesteak tastes like. But this was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. And if you want to say it's real or not real, that doesn't bother me because it's still amazing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I've been to a few Philly cheesesteak places. Mm-hmm. And it's, the name of the company is Philly Cheesesteaks. I've had some that was like, yo, this is this is home. Like mm. when you bite yeah. it, when you smell it, 
is home. I've been to somewhere. I've looked and I've watched them make it. I'm like, that's not a Philadelphia cheesesteak. I don't know what the hell you doing. So do you think they just call it the Wilson cheesesteak or just, or just call, the Wilson yeah. sandwich? Just call it a sandwich. <laughs> just call it. Just call it. Just call it a number steak one. sandwich. Yeah, number one, go. number two, number, number three, three, number four. Just, just call it. Just call it a steak because sandwich. Because their pizza sub isn't really a pizza sub either. Is that right? So. You gotta put corn on pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want corn on my pizza. I don't want corn. I don't want sweet potatoes. But this, but this is what yeah. if Koreans love that. Let them Let have it. it. Yeah. I mean, it's yours. Y'all own it. Y'all love it. Yeah. I'm just garlic bread rot the teeth right out of your face, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey? Don't don't get me wrong. Never... Please please don't be mad at me, but um no. <laughs> I think like, oh, if you want I I the best pizza I've had so far here, Costco. <laughs> Well, you gotta, oh, you gotta go to Mario and Grappa then. Oh, then yeah. you gotta take me. Yeah. Well, that's that's the deal. You gotta take me. It's a real. So, it's legit. So I said that the, the only time I think that matters is, for example, when the Koreans eat all the pizzas here, pizza school, pizza this, pizza that, and now they've grown up on that five dollar middle school girlfriend party, boy party, whatever after school. They grow up on that pizza, and then when they're thirty, they go to Italy, and they're like. What's this, this shit? shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is the home for pizza. What the heck have you been eating for 30 years? That's when I think you, you realize, holy shit, they were tricking me the whole time. Because nobody likes Mexican food more than the Americans and the Canadians, but you don't find that stuff in Mexico. Two-pound burritos and, you know, fish tacos. and This stuff is not Mexican food, just like chicken balls and, and you know, sweet and sour shrimp is not in in uh, China. So I think that was one of my biggest awakenings in China was, where's the Chinese food? Like, but this is all Chinese. This is China. But what are they doing at home? They're totally that's tricking a, us. That's, yeah. So Their version of it. So, so it's everybody the likes the Tex-Mex and stuff at home and, and you know, the two-inch thick, thick pizza. But, I mean, that's not what you find when you go to where these things yeah, are from. Chicago so. pizza? I don't yeah. like Chicago pizza. I don't like it. They said it's because it's the windy city. You can just hide in your pizza and get blocked from the wind. <laughs> so some companies here have, have taken something on, right? Like deep dish, Chicago style. And I was like, yeah. I've never had, even I've been in Chicago, but it's I've never had deep diabetes. dish <laughs> pizza. And the first one I had was in Korea. And I was like, okay, it's interesting. It's like a burger. It's so damn thick. But is this what it's like in Chicago? Because I don't know if this would go over. I don't yes. know. Yes. Have you guys ever heard of the restaurant Pizzeria Uno's? No. The Pizzeria Uno's was a Chicago pizza company restaurant. Mm. And that's what they were known for, their deep dish pizzas. Mm. I just, I couldn't eat it. Well, it's a, like the crust is super yeah. thick. It, or it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like. Or it's like a pound of sauce. You know when you order a thin crust and it's like a quarter of the size of real crust? Well, deep dish is like that four times the yeah, size of regular crust. Just everything layered on the end. You really can't. You it's, can't it's just. It's like a hamburger. Exactly. You can't pick it up like you would do like a New yeah. York slice or a regular slice of pizza. Just it's like lasagna. Imagine yes. you eat like lasagna. You need a, you need a knife and fork. I don't know. Pizzagna. Pizzagna. I don't I don't like it. I, yeah. Sorry, don't shoot me. Uh, don't be mad at me. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> what uh, like my my reference to to Philly is obviously Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. TV show. Believe it or not, I have never watched that show. It's they got some. They have their moments and I, uh, and terrible uh, sports fans. 
Like, I mean, sorry, not not terrible sportsmen. Maybe that's the wrong word. Like, mean sports fans. <laughs> Let's put it this way. <laughs> Philly is brutal. Yeah, okay. Brutal Philly, sports fans. <laughs> Philly and New York is brutal. Whether you're a sports entertainer or whatever. Um... If you come and you do a concert and you not you not doing things right, the crowd will let you know yeah. in a heartbeat and they're unforgiving. Oh yeah. They are unforgiving. Sports fans, they're fine until their team is losing or they are drunk outside of their mind. <laughs> yeah. Which I actually get a kick out of. I just sit back and just like yeah. Yeah. Nope, I, I don't cheer. I mean, I worked in security, and I would just kind of look like, okay. Laughing on the inside. <laughs> and I so, I miss working in security. I miss our cameras, because the stuff you see fans do. Absolutely. <laughs> Hilarious, eh? Like, you, I, I wish our our monitors, our cameras had microphones, because I would still be like, you, you know, we can see you. <laughs> Give us the guy, Like the guy at the Blue Jays game last week? Probably. What? With his girl riding him in the top of the upper oh, deck. Nice. <laughs> Two security guys go up to the top and they're like, buddy, you're busted. You better hurry up. Wait, <laughs> we see you. Nope. Worst, I've seen porta potties. Why are you having sex in a porta potty? Ew. Oh. Ew. I, we see you. Like, <laughs> we see you. How you nasty. Both y'all nasty. The guy in the Blue Jays game didn't care. I think it was on the Jumbotron. He, he was like, yes. <laughs> Half full stadium. Oh only the lower God. bowl. One guy in the upper deck. That's with one, <laughs> on top of him. Wow. Wow. But yes. Now imagine being security. And, and first... Of course, you know we see you first. Yeah. Yeah, no, but but the the funny thing was the comment on it was security's just going up with the cop to get a peek. <laughs> they don't need security. The cops going up there. They don't need the security guy. He's just going up to sneak a peek. <laughs> he needs a story. Because yep. uh, he has to tell the rest of the crew that coming into the second shift. <laughs> what, happened? Well, what happened? I saw in the news. What happened? Bro, that's but, not how it went down. <laughs> didn't, uh, I, I think there was the Philly fans that there was one man who didn't he receive like the first arm transplant or something and he threw the opening pitch at a at a baseball game and he kind of flubbed it <laughs> and everyone was like, boo. <laughs> it was <laughs> Again, <laughs> we are, we are, we are brutal. But just, uh, Come for on. me, that's hilarious. I it's, think that's I'm so funny. I'm going to laugh too. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's the bad part. I'm that friend. I'm going to laugh like, but on oh, the yeah. side, when I, when you do come back, I'm like, you all right? Yeah. You okay? I'm oh. sorry. Man. I'm Either. sorry. Did you get booed? <laughs> <laughs> You've heard the probably that Bill Burr rant as well, right? Yeah. He goes on a 20-minute... 20 minute angry rant I think it was in Philadelphia they it was a it was a bad setup for a comedy show and he just goes wild on the crowd for 20 minutes like all right 18 minutes left blah 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 blah. And they booed him for 20 minutes it was hilarious but now it's gone on to be one of the best it's, one of the funniest things we, ever but we are we are we are we are a rough crowd nothing makes me laugh harder we, that's we good are, it's fantastic <laughs> we are we are a rough crowd to please if you come and bring your a game yeah or they the fans will definitely let you know well, look at toronto though i mean the uh, when our hockey team does bad, though, it's the media and everyone rips them up so bad. But eh, I think the fans should give it to them. <laughs> I like that better. Seems it's more like authentic. It's better coming from the fans. Absolutely. Probably, yeah. yeah. I think it more that's, authentic. That's who you're performing for you, but yeah. you got to show up. Yeah. Says Philly's 1.6 mil. Is that, do you think that's accurate? Is that? Probably. Okay. Growing. Um, 
And it says the sixth biggest city in the Info- yep. country, which was surprising. What is it like growing up in in the big city? Like, do you do you feel it? I mean, Philadelphia is famous for a lot of things and a lot of people, lots of famous people. How? What is it like growing up there? Do you do you feel that? Are you aware of that, or is it just another no. another city? I'll say I'll put it this way: I've been here in Korea a year, and when I finally went back home, even before we landed, I knew I was home. Mm. Well, I know Just, when I'm in America, no, the minute no, I cross not, the border, no, if it's an airplane, talking, bus, I'm or not boat. Talking about, <laughs> I'm not talking about America. When I knew before we got into Philadelphia, I was home. And when I got into the airport, it was, even though it was late at night, I smelled a cheesesteak. <laughs> no bullshit. I smelled food. And it was just like, damn, I'm back home. And I came home to the heat. So the heat that was that I left in Korea followed me, <laughs> followed me to Philadelphia because it was hot. I'm like, God damn. Ulsan hot? Ulsan hot. Like wow. we have the same weather patterns. Philadelphia and Ulsan has the same exact weather pattern. So the the typhoon tornado we had two days later, Philadelphia got it because my mom called me and she was like, "It is coming down. It is ridiculous." Mm. And I slept through it here. Mm. That was the best night's sleep ever, yeah. by the way. Um, you knew you didn't have to work the next day. No, I had to go to work. I had. Oh, it's fine and dandy by 2 p.m. I was at work, but it was the best night's sleep. And then once I got in the cab car and he was rude, I'm like, bro, don't start your shit. <laughs> don't, don't start. He wanted to take the long way. I'm like, don't go that way. Take this way. It's a straight route. Don't be turning no extra corners. Ma'am, no ma'am shit. I know where my house is at. I know how long it should take from the airport to my house because it's only a 10-minute drive. This was in Philly? This was in Philly. This happens here, too. (laughs) (laughs) Once. I got got my first day here. Told the the cab driver, I'm like, bro, I'm using an app. I don't speak Korean. I don't know nothing. Okay, I'll take it for the 20-minute extra. (laughs) He was so rude. Thanks for letting me know. (laughs) He was so rude and... Once I got done, even though he, I don't know if he spoke English or not, but he understood that I was pissed off. And don't you ever talk to somebody like that again. Don't be disrespectful just because you old, because you will get cussed the fuck out. Excuse mm. my French. I'm sorry. You just, yeah, okay. you, you just <laughs> give him three bucks less than the meter says. And then, hey, don't do that again. I paid, uh, <laughs> I paid the, the, the man. You need to watch your temperature, sir. <laughs> you don't have to be rude and nasty because some people will cuss you out. Yeah. And I slammed the door. But anyway, I got home and I could smell my mom's perfume before she even got out. That was the best feeling. Yeah. And I walked in the house, stood there, and I went home to turkey wings, baked macaroni and cheese, candy sweet potatoes. <laughs> yes. There's something I never saw before when you I went never, to Florida. Oh no, my no, god. I mean, I mean when I went to Florida. Tell me if they're the same. We went to Florida and Florida's a special, special place. <laughs> In, in so many ways. And, and that's part of why I love it. And many Canadians winter there because it's so unique. Um, but we would go to the, like the outdoor markets or, or mm-hmm. everyone. It's like, uh, yeah, like. Farmers market. Nongsang. Mm. Yeah, she's down here. But it also using guys selling out of their trunks and other, there's all kinds of, but anyways, turkey legs is a huge thing. But a turkey leg is like a baseball bat. Yes. And if you're used to chicken legs, I mean, you're like, <laughs> like three people on this thing. Like, how the hell do you eat this thing? And it's about this big. At the whale festival, two or three years ago here, 
there was a truck selling turkey legs. And he had a lineup of probably 50 people. Because it's just unique. You've never seen anything so ridiculous. It's this big. And in Korea, that's a family of four. <laughs> I don't know what he just We just take turns yeah. nod on it. But... Are the wings as big as the legs? Because you can get tur- you can find some very large turkey wings. Man. Oh yeah, no. oh yeah, absolutely, no, no <laughs> doubt about it. Have you ever seen a turkey up front? Do they come from Turkey? No, they don't. Come mm. from Who turkey. is Paris Hilton? Buffalo wings. Wait, buffaloes? Do they come right. from buffaloes? Do they come from buffaloes. <laughs> do buffaloes have wings? Oh, Sorry, God. Paris. Uh, I think was that her? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was, her, it was one of her first blonde moments when she got famous there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, was, that wasn't that was Paris. That was Jessica Simpson. Okay. Well, one of those young blonde I think it was, I, yeah, women I who I think it was Jessica famous. Simpson, by the way, who has great shoes. I love Jessica Simpson's shoes. They're great. She, we uh, here. I, yeah, she was super popular. I mean, I've been here for 15 years, but when I was back in Canada, probably 2006, she was huge. And then her sister had a... Had a little uh, career there too, and then she got caught lip syncing on SNL. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, remember I that. heard about that. I did hear about that. Oh my God, that's so, taking me back. Oh, Jessica let's, Simpson. Let's take it back mm. a few years. Okay. We're close to September 11th. Now, this was 20 years, right? About no? 20 years. 20, 21. Yeah. I, thought they, I thought it was special because it, it was the 20th year. No, maybe that was last year. It's 2001. 2001. Oh, it's 2001. It's yeah. 2022. So. It's 21 yeah. years. 21. Um, <laughs> no, but I thought Biden was on and it was a special. It was bigger than usual, I thought. Maybe I'm remembering last year. Mm. It was just a few days ago. Um, anyways. Yeah, wow. You, you said, and, and, and now it kind of doesn't, for me, it doesn't really register anymore. Unless I see the American news and it, mm. it's on there. But this time it was being overshadowed by typhoons, Ukraine, Russia, and the Queen's death. Mm-hmm. So, there was a lot of stuff on there at once, and I don't know if any of them were getting the coverage they deserved because, I mean, the Queen's death is a pretty big thing. Um, old, nine, Char- old hothead Charles is stepping in. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you see that? 9 is a pretty big thing. Is he going to be on our money? <laughs> Can you imagine looking at no, Oh, here's $20. <laughs> they got that goofy, that no, goofy face on there. That's the... That's their push for a cashless society. Yeah. No one wants to look at. <laughs> no one wants to look at his face. <laughs> you were. You were a lot closer. Uh, yes. To this than uh, than we were obviously, and you were working with an airline at the time. Uh, at the and time, you were flying around the time. At the time, I was working for American Airlines um, out of Philadelphia International, and that day, I had just came back from our hub, which was, which is, I think, is still in Houston, Texas. So I was flying back in before this flight happened. I was flying back in back into Philadelphia. Mm. So I went home and, you know, went to bed, whatever, got ready for work. I came to work and I'm like, this place is a ghost town. If there was tumbleweed that could go down the whole <laughs> and Philly International, I mean, it was it was like a ghost, ghost town, yeah. town. Like wild. What the hell is going on? So I go downstairs, I swipe in, punch in my code, and I go in and everybody's in the, the hub in the um, office and you're watching the TV I'm like yo what movie are we watching hmm. one of my co-workers look at me, he's like fool this ain't no damn movie that's our flight I'm like what I'm just I don't know uh. and I, that's when it all hit me like you couldn't go out on the ramp police you would you would have got arrested if you went out onto the ramp wow it was no game no joke like damn yeah 
you you say like you didn't know. No, but I, I had but no even clue. if even if you were watching it, it you couldn't believe it yet. I, I was working at Canadian Tire on the morning shift that day, and it was must have been nine or ten a.m. and it didn't matter if your car was broken down and it was coming in to get fixed. We weren't taking any orders well, because nothing. as soon as you walked in the door and saw nobody moving and just staring at the TV, you didn't get past the door and you were staring at the TV. And it didn't matter yeah. if you were on your way to work or whatever, how urgent anything was. And you just couldn't believe what you were what you were seeing like, and that it was on TV. You might have heard about it a couple of days later in the news, but you were watching it and then you saw the second plane flying and it was like, Holy yeah. shit! Like, this and that's is what a, it was. It looks like a movie. That's why I thought it was it's not a real movie. life. Yeah. It can't happen. I, I, honest to God, I just you're and you're looking at everybody's faces, and I for a minute I felt like a fool. I'm like, but I, why am I feeling like yeah. a fool? I didn't know. Yeah. Well, everybody I, all I, over. I, the people running out of their buildings were also so feeling didn't like, exactly. Why didn't am I running? Run, exactly. There's no way there's planes in there. But it was it was it was crazy, and I would say that is what amped me to literally like maybe a week later I joined the Navy and um how, how did you feel and, and what like what what was the you thought I'm gonna join the Navy and protect the country or we're gonna go get these guys or it was just it wasn't was that it anger how did it was you more anger that it happened because it shouldn't have happened yeah well for, for me in my thought I can't speak for everybody else I can only speak for how I felt at that moment and it just felt as if you know what even even for a country who really doesn't want me I think I should do something. Hmm. I don't. We're, we're, no matter how small or how large the scale it was, yeah, it was like I needed to do something. You said it shouldn't have happened. Like there should have been stops in place. Someone should have protected it better. It just, or I just, just wish it wouldn't have happened yeah. at all. But yeah. I was gonna say, if you're from what you're led to believe and what many people would say is the most powerful country in the world, mm-hmm. it's not supposed to happen. It's yeah. not. So, so I think many people would feel the same thing. Like, mm. how did this happen to us? Right. This could happen anywhere, but not to America. That's what I think many countries felt. Like, wow, America got hit? That means anybody Everybody can get, can hit. get hit. Yeah. They're the because biggest how target the heck too, didn't though, they man. know this was coming? Huh? They're probably one of the biggest targets, no? Sure. The, you don't Absolutely. Wanna, but that just means if you want to target anyone else, it's easier. It's, it's They're easier softer, to now do it. Softer right. than the States. So, yeah. So, it does. What was it like the days after at work? Quiet. Just stay. how long did it take to? Did you stay there or did you I, go straight stayed, in the Navy and quit? Mm, nope, I stayed with American Airlines for a few more years because, um, as I was about to say, I wanted to go active duty, but unfortunately, my mom had her very first heart attack, mm. and so I that's when I was like, I can't do active, mm. so I'll serve in some way, shape, or form. So I went reserve, Beautiful. and I don't care what, what version of it you do. I still served. I get some people, oh, you're not real military, dude. Yeah. I served my time. I did my job. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did what I was supposed to do. If if you don't accept it, then, oh, well, sit and rotate, bro. <laughs> I got a bunch of questions on the Army and the Navy stuff, but how, how long did it take for it to get back to, like, getting out of the shock of 9-11? Um, for me? Or the airlines. The for the no. for the I I can't um, airlines is still still yeah it's I mean look at security especially yeah. in Philadelphia dude I mean <laughs> we when you you might as well just strip when you go through Philadelphia International <laughs> Airport just just go down to your draws and yeah. then make life easier <laughs> seriously <laughs> it's it's like 
Lift yeah. your left boob, lift your cheek. <laughs> <laughs> My God! So it hasn't changed. I mean, I remember you being. You don't have to able, lift the right boob. No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember being able to go in the airport and go shopping because the airport was like a mall. Yeah, Do you could free. walk your family up to the gate and watch your family. Yeah. Wave at them as they're. Yeah. Bo- I I miss those days. Yeah. Kid, people now will never. Never know, like you used to just yeah. It was like a mall. Mall. Go in. It was there was none of that stuff. You know, it would have been nice to be able to see my mom, my sister, my dad, my dad when I left Philadelphia to come to Korea to have them standing at my gate. Like no, is it? I probably would have boohooed like crazy, but but it's still. I think it's still awkward saying bye at that security gate. You're like. This no is outside. Really like a goodbye place, because like I got two hours more. And I, I got to go inside, and I got to wait, and I can shop, and I can whatever. I'm not what? really gone yet, but it's you weird to say that. Gate. No outside. It's you like can't you airport. can't even get into. It. <laughs> it's yeah. like um, drop you off. Exactly. Yeah. Like hey, here's your suitcase. Mom loves you. Hug. Hug. Okay. Someone's beeping. You're exactly. Exactly. Then once you're in, you kind of turn back, and they're already gone. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I remember you, you could walk, you could walk right up yeah. to the gate, and smoke everywhere. And I mean, it was, you, you, I mean, you, you could have your, your whole family could just come. Yeah. Okay, Not it's anymore. eighty people watching you fly out. Well, yeah. Who's flying? Just this person right here. We're family. Yeah. And, and you're right. A lot of people, you, so many people are not going to be able to experience that. Mm. Hopefully, one day, maybe. No, I don't think we're going. No, to, you don't you know, think so? Yeah. Even this Corona stuff. They said, like, how do we start walking this back? Can we? Do we? Hard to say. I don't know how much. That's another thing that just shut the world down. Yeah. You almost went to Japan. Almost went what to do Japan. You mean? Really? Almost. Everything I see, they were. No, oh, I just mean just the, just shut uh, the yeah. world down. Like they, I, from what I saw, Japan wasn't. Uh, all the teachers in Japan were having trouble finding jobs, and um, they would the people were only looking for people in country. Nope. I got oh, wow. um, I got an offer from Japan, but I'm not working seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. No, you're supposed to. That's what they, yeah, that's, yeah, they, yeah, that's they, they're they crazy. I'm, no, 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 you. <laughs> No, and then you wasn't even close to what I was getting paid. Uh, yeah, please. Yeah. No, That's wild. I'm I'm not. No, yeah. no, I'm nobody's fool. No. no. Okay, so back to the Navy one. There, you you went in there. You were a, a ramp agent for American Airlines. American. Mm-hmm. When you when you join, what what is it like? I mean, for me, it's a when you look at the sheer numbers. Army, military in America is mind-boggling. How many veterans there are, how many injured, disabled people there are, that every sporting event in the country, <laughs> you can honor two to ten people every day in a, a hundred stadiums, and you'll still never come close to getting through honoring all of them. Nope. Um, and and in, same in Florida, like everywhere. And, and one of the big hospitals is there. And it's just amazing to look at, there's more veterans than there are people in Canada. There's more Ooh, vets in America than there are people, there are people in, Canada. in Canada. Yeah. That's that's not comprehensible for us. And you think how many wars have you been in or 35 how long years. have you been fighting? 
Uh, to have that many, you have more vets than our whole country. 35 Sorry. million in Canada? For, yeah, mm-hmm. almost 40 million. So that's like 10% of U.S. US's veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More, more than 10% probably. Yeah. So you, so you, uh, like, what, we're used to Michael Moore movies where they're signing up, you know, gangsters uh, at, at Walmart or outside of Walmart or something. But, no, I... <laughs> but, but hold on, you, you, you signed up. Yes. Uh, after 9-11 had an impact on you, and you said you, you were a dental technician. Yes, I was a DT. So my question to him the other night was, do you just go in and say, hi, I'm here. What do you want to be? Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. No, I'll be that no. one. Uh, teach me something. No, you have to take How a test. How does it work? You, you, you have to take a, a placement test, basically. Um, and depending on how you score on your ASVAB, that is, you get a, a huge list of jobs that you can do, that you're qualified, qualified to yeah. do. Um, I chose DT just was like fuck it, whatever. Excuse, mm. I'm sorry, guys. I dropped no, my cool. bomb. Oh, oh cool. I, I can't We're believe good. I'm not. <laughs> just pretend we in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So I, I just wondered how the ramp agent and maybe high school or something played into a dental technician. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't. It was just I didn't I didn't want to work in an office. Yeah. So well, an office as in taking notes or mm-hmm. anything like that. I didn't I didn't want to be in a secretarial ring. What are the other kind of options? Like what else can you do? So Depending, list, de- it literally depends on what you score on the ASVAB because I had a girl who enlisted with me who straight went into Intel. Hmm. Her scores were so high, she went direct. Her position was directly into Intel. And if you have some skill, maybe computer or something like mm-hmm. that, you'll be funneled so, into it, that area. Exactly. Right? So I go tomorrow. I want to sign up. They say, here, take the test. Take the test. You're Depending strong. On, your strengths are here. Weaknesses are here. And that's what you'd be you good would. in one of these positions. Strong what hair flow. What <laughs> and then, and then it's and then it's just they train, train you, for, you for yeah. How so long after you usually? after you go through, you do have to go through your boot camp. You boot camp. Once you do your boot camp, you have to go to your A school. You, whatever A school is for your job, that's where you'll go for your A training. school means what? Train. Um, training. Train. Okay. So my my training was in Pensacola, Florida. That mm. was at that time. For That's where the cheesesteaks are? No. Nope. <laughs> At that time, um, when I was in, in the reserves, when I was in Navy, Pensacola, Florida was completely underwater. Oh, wow. So I didn't have a school to go to. Hmm. So, so where you did you go? Just, okay, you're a dental technician. <laughs> that was <laughs> You're now certified. That's, that's what you would tell me. So I just showed up for my drill weekends. I went to whatever division I was attached to. And I did my job from there. Whatever I, they needed me to do, that's the position I filled. Sweet. Is, is there a big divide between the active duty and the reserves? Like you uh, say, you're you're proud. You did it. You mm-hmm. know you were in the military. Some people don't credit you that. They didn't go to Afghanistan. Whatever. I did. I'm better. I mean, I think of America, that whole military unit, that we whole industry right. is like, we're a team. Yes. Is there a lot of division? Um, Is there a lot of us and them? It it depends on the mentality of the person. Um, I will say boot camp. I don't know how things are now um, for reserve. When I went in, boot camp was a little shorter. Hmm. However, it was whatever, I think what is eight weeks or whatever. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. It's been a long time. But everything, you get all of your training crammed. Which makes it even more difficult because it's coming at you and it's coming at you hard and it's coming at you quick. And depending on wherever reserve station you came from, I will say I was stationed at Willow Grove, which is in Pennsylvania. Our DTs and, and our petty officers and officers there, they made sure we went into boot camp already knowing what to expect. Mm. 
So our drill weekends, we we didn't go there and bullshit around. It wasn't, you know, there to play pity pad or whatever, however you want to call it. They gave us our, they made sure you went and you, you represented. You right, yeah. Like, they knew when you got into, when you got to Chicago, when you got into, when you got there, when you got at Great Lakes, them RDCs there knew what base you came from. Hmm. They knew because of how you stood, how you sounded. You how were a you, reflection of the yes, people. Yes, you were. Yeah. They knew, and they also knew what city you came from because <laughs> my mouth was about to get me in trouble. <laughs> One, they mispronounced my name. So I'm, you're holding my paper in your hand. What did they say? Val, 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 Valeska Scott. <laughs> Can you give them the... That's not right. <laughs> Can you give him one of them? Whose name did we miss? <laughs> English Scott. Do you speak it? <laughs> Do you read it? <laughs> Valika Scott. But we called you. No, you said Velika. <laughs> That's not my name. Oh, you're from Philadelphia. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not, yet. <laughs> not yet. Hold we it. We can play this game too, ma'am. <laughs> not yet. Hold it. So after we got through all of that, and the RDC was actually really cool. He pulled me to the side. He was like, you got to kind of calm it down, but how do you say your name? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he was cool. He was from Duluth, Georgia. Uh, Petty Officer Doobie. That's his name. Doobie? Uh, Doobie. Oh, Doobie. Doobie, yes. <laughs> I will never forget him. Strong Georgia accent. He was like, you got to calm it down. Okay, fine. So we get on base and everything. Okay, fine. <laughs> he was cool because it was just, we were still at the airport. So they really didn't dig in your ass at the airport. Yeah. Is once they got you on the base. Yeah. That be, was it. They'd be digging in your right tit. And the, what? <laughs> tit digging under the, your toes. Under the right one. When they one, say huh? dump your sea bag, they don't, when, like, you get, these, you get sea bags. We call them sea bags. When they say dump your sea bag, they mean dump it. Just <laughs> open it, turn it upside down, and just shake everything out. Again, we're going through, we're lined up. And it was a female RDC. But she was just calling out the names and they asked you if you have any tattoos or anything like that. So, yes, I have tattoos. First one on my arm. My arm literally says fucking Velika. V-E-L-E-K-A. <laughs> Scott Velika. Yeah. So, are you in a gang? <laughs> Do they call you Scott Velika? Yes. You go by your last name. It's like, Everybody. Half, it's like half Korean? Because <laughs> Korea goes by the last name. Maybe. And I thought that was only Korea that does no, that. No, no, they you Mandigo are. Nate. How's that guy? Nope, you go by your last name. Everybody is by, you don't call nobody by their first name. Everybody oh, is by their last name. Jeez. So, Good Kim. Luck. Kim. So she's going on. I'm like, no, I'm not in the game. So I show my name. Mm. It's my name. Senior officers is walking down the hall. And the guy just looks at me. So she keeps going. She's like, what else do you have tattoos on? So I have on my shoulder in Chinese. And yes, it is Chinese because I went with a Chinese friend of mine. It doesn't say it water. Does. No, it says to give love and it's written in Chinese. I got it when my nephew was born. My oldest nephew, mm. Amir, was born. So that tattoo was for him. Mm. She, again, I'm like, with the gang thing, I'm like, is it because I'm black? Black Philadelphia tattoos. Exactly. We hitting all A's right now, right? But you don't have to ask, right? You, you can come use common sense. Right. Then we get down. I still have more tattoos on my back, so I have the. You're getting ast- closer to the gang member. <laughs> I have the uh, I have the astrological symbol for um, cancer on my back, yeah, yeah. which is the sixty nine. 
This chick was Hold like, on. oh. That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cancer. T- My sign's 69? Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit, maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, I know what that stands for. I turned no bitch you don't know what it stands for. My birthday is July 1st. It's the astrological. So the senior officer gripped me by my arm. He was like, look at here. I'm going to need you to not act like you're from Philadelphia, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still friends with that officer. Oh, nice. To this day. Nice. Okay, hold on. Reserve boot camp and active duty boot camp. Is it the same? Because when you sign up for active duty... It's you, hard to hail. You sign up to go shoot guns. Yes. And, and yep. kill yep. I, I assume that's what you're signing up for. Mm, and you are when getting... you sign up for act, or reserves, you're going to continue your regular job and, and train part-time. If my division got called to go to war, I was prepared to go. Yeah. But but when you sign up, are, pe- are people, are, I mean, are they consciously, the guys who say, I'm yeah. going to Afghanistan, they're, they're signed up, then they know from the movies, they know I'm going to do that crazy training stuff. Yep. Is it the same for reserves? Or yes. is reserves kind of funny because nope. it's like anybody from society nope. just wants to serve but they don't think boot camp is the same because if you go we're just in, regular people. We're not going go to be in with that, If you go in with that mentality, you set yourself up for failure. Okay. You've actually set yourself up for failure. So go in un- expecting the unexpected. But I mean, when you went to boot camp, was it like people focused and I'm here? Yes. Because it's not full time, right? It's it's like no. a side, These side are, job. Police officers, firefighters, doctors, they know okay. they going in knowing okay. exactly what you're going to be doing. Hmm. And you're, they're going in. This is the American mentality, right? Yes. They're there to protect the country if something it happens. happens. Exactly. Okay. I thought so, maybe like the real boot camp was like this, what, you know, G.I. Joe Army stuff that you see on the movies and the reserves might be a, a lesser version. Nope. No? Same, same. Nope. You're going to get the same training. Yeah. Well, you are wow. going to get grilled the same exact way. There is no shortcuts to it. Well, I want to know what training the guys in Seoul went through. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the guys that were there in 2005 when you went down in Polly's Kettle there or whatever and saw them playing pool with their shirts off, all 126 pounds with a Jesus tattoo on his chest, nipples <laughs> pierced, challenging every guy in the bar. I'm like, what training did this guy go through? I, like, he was right out of the trailer park. <laughs> I don't think he finished time, the training. Wait, wait. At that time, I have ear piercings. Okay, first of all, as a woman, you can only wear, I think, a fourth of an inch. Uh, stud. Stud, mm. yeah. Silver. Mm. Can't be gold, can't be any other color. Two, I had, my tongue was pierced. Porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Another life. Another life. Um... I'll never forget it. I forgot to take it out. Oh, and no. one of the senior chiefs saw me. At the, right now, he's, he's no longer a senior chief. I forget, I, I forget what his rank is now because I haven't seen him in a long time. But he's also on my Facebook page. I'm on base, and he walks up to me, and he's like, Petty Officer Scott, blah, blah, blah. And he asks him some questions. And I'm steady talking, and, all of a, and it's just the going. He said, open your mouth. <laughs> I forgot to take it out. Take it out now. Oh, come on. If I if I it's gonna close, take it out. Cause I normally would sneak in with my retainer, oh, okay, which okay. was clear and you couldn't see it. Okay. It was like nope. Oh no. Them's the rules. <laughs> Before the day was out, 
It was closed. Oh, um, man. I was so mad. End of an era. I was so <laughs> I was so mad. At first, I, and I can only be mad at myself because I did. I forgot. Mm. I forgot to take it out. Put it in the sea bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh, I was. And, who's mm. who's carrying the d bags? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the RPCs or RDCs. RDCs, are. no, I, they ain't carrying nothing. I, I remember. I, I remember being. They'll dump it for you, fling it down a hallway for you. Sure. I remember being quite shocked and surprised when we used to go up to Seoul party in Taiwan. I mean, the base was next door soldiers everywhere and it was I mean there was curfew the soldiers didn't have the best reputation um, there was a couple sexual assault incidents and stuff and it, and in Japan too and it, it just festers and the anti-America sentiment in the country and stuff was mm-hmm. bad but this was 2004, 5, 6 maybe and I can't tell you how many guys I met in Daegu and in Seoul that were angry to be here because they signed up to go and kill people in Afghanistan. The, the sisters told us about that, didn't they? The Kara and Nara, they said that people would come here. This was uh, maybe for young guys, for really young guys who aren't mature enough maybe to go yet or just to take a, take a step back. It was kind of, this is like a vacation vacation. But, but, but that's what I mean. Like, these guys were, mm. so they didn't then, want, they, they signed the up at home. Plan. They said, hey, do you want to go fight for America? Do you want to go fight the war on terrorism? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Go to Seoul and hang out. No, um, that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> so people I wanted to go and, and do it to kill Active people. Duty. And and I couldn't believe like that they were so passionate about killing people or actually shooting the guns they were trained on or that like they had no fear Look at Nothing. They wanted to be in the middle, and they're like, "There's guys there who don't want to be there." Be there, right? And I want to be there, and I'm stuck in Itaewon at Polly's Kettle drinking <laughs> buckets of soju. I, I want to be in the war again. Unfortunately, I can't speak for those people. Sure. I, I I just can't. For me, it was any little thing I could do, as far as serving my country. Mm. So, and whatever that job had had become, and that's what I did. So it wasn't necessarily, you know, let me go and just shoot somebody. No, that's not my that's not my mentality. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot somebody if I have to protect myself. Sure. If my job is to stand guard and allow no one to, to come across these premises, unless you have written order, I have written order, then no, I'm not going to let you come. I'm not going to let you come yep. up through. OK, you will. For me, you'll get a warning shot, which is in the leg and the foot. Okay, bro. This is just. No, I'm five foot two. Come on, for real. Oh, I'm five foot two. I'm. Yeah. I gotta let you know that I'm. I'm not just here. To, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Mm. I'm short. I'm a woman. I need to make you my height. Yeah. Sure I think like. a lot more people should take the warning shot approach. Yeah. Somehow yeah. it's always up around Exit. here. Mm. I'm not. I want to. I want to make sure you one. You can't run. I'm not chasing you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not chasing you. But if I had to, I would have. Yeah. And by the good grace of God, I didn't. Yeah. That's uh, there for the guns there for protection, but exactly. You never want to use it. I just it. think of warning shots when I was in West Africa, and warning shots were like, hey, I called your name. <laughs> pow, pow. Everybody's still, what the hell's going on? 
My warning shots. No, my warning shot is why are you here? Who are you here to see? Okay, you can't prove it. Don't come any closer. I'm, I'm letting you know. That's how they trained you, or this was part of the dental test? No, that's how they trained us. Yeah. I'm I'm letting you know now. Either you come with the right credentials or you're not coming in. If I have to tell you more than once, I'm gonna let you know I'm not playing with you. Yeah. That's the, that's the Is that what guys it. think at the gas station? Probably. <laughs> I feel Probably. like that, that there's too many guys that think they got I'll put it this way. shots in the States. I'll put it this way. The military for me was my mom was harder than them. My mom was harder than them. My mom, my mom, period. she let you get the tongue piercing. No? My, when I first got, <laughs> when I first got it, she was mad, but it kind of wore on her too, where she would actually, you know, be like, "Leak, I saw this one for you. I thought you would like this one to add on to it." My dad was just like, "Damn kids these days." <laughs> Why? So my mom, mom wasn't that tough. My mom, my mom wasn't. Well, I was old enough to get it. I was old enough to get it, but I grew up in the the era where. My mom, all she had to do was give me the look. Like, oh, you know, that was that look. you got 2.2 seconds before I haul off and slap shit out of you and <laughs> you will visit next week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Keeps you in mind. Yeah, so all the yelling and everything, I just kind of, when they got in your face like that, I just had this. And then my grandfather was Army. My other grandfather was Air Force. My whole family is. Army, Navy, mm. Air Force, Marine. Isn't that most of America? Yes. Yeah. Like it's. We had everything but the Coast Guard in our family. Yeah. Don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> but the yelling, it was just kind of like. It doesn't do affect you, you emotionally. No, it's yeah. like, do you feel better? <laughs> I mean, did you get that off your chest? Yeah. Do you need an enema afterwards? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good. A good approach. I think that's a great skill or. or attribute to you mean to when have. the sergeants are yelling at you? petty officer rose was a i forget her rate her rank i i forget because again this has been a long time but one night our whole division got pt two people was fucking up all day so they pt the bullshit out of us what's pt about. physical, physical training. training oh okay, okay so we worked out until about what three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and apparently the look on my face just made petty officer rose Call me. She was like, "See me, recruit Scott." <laughs> what? She and I just that was just a natural reaction. That's louder than every person in Ulsan together. Yes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me like, "Did she really just say what to me?" So she came and she got about this close to my face and she's just going off, going off. And once she got done, she was like, "You got something to say, recruit?" I was like, "Are you giving me permission to talk?" <laughs> that was unnecessary. She looked at me as to say, "This bitch right here, sweetheart, you want you? You feel better?" <laughs> I mean, I got but that two, doesn't yeah, doesn't I affect two you. hours before I have to get up and stand guard. Mm. I'm tired. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about these people right here. If you wasn't in my division, and I was a division leader, of forty women. If you weren't in my division, if I if I wasn't if I wasn't responsible for you, I don't give a fuck about you. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. Absolutely. If you fell off the side of a ship, I would. <laughs> Not one of my. And I don't yeah. like you. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Yeah. First night care. there, I had an altercation with one of the girls. I was on port. She was on um, starboard, and she used to like telling people to shut up. She was our uh, 
she was responsible for our whole division. And she used to like to tell people to shut up. Give her the Titanic treatment. Man, again, this girl was Nebraska bred, had to be about 6'2". I was me and a Puerto Rican girl from New York, police officer. It's a great entrance to a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I went over to this girl, and I'm, again, she's tall. So I looked her in her face and pointed my finger in her face. I said, you got one time and one time only to ever fucking tell me to shut up, girl, and me and you going to have a problem. (laughs) And turned around and walked back to my rack. The New York police officer, she was like, girl, I got you. <laughs> Fuck around with me if you want, girl. I will beat you with soap. <laughs> no, you too big. I'm teeny. Mm. No. But let's just say she never told anybody else to shut up. Yeah. But is uh, I find that, I mean, I'm not in the in the army or the military, but that, that challenging authority, that's the attitude that drives them bonkers, right? Because they... They went through it and they endured. It's like for us in it hockey gets, initiation. If if you get initiated, you feel like you're going to get the next guy and you're right. going to get him just as good. But if the next guy is bigger than you or tougher than you, and he comes in at 6'5", 240, are you so eager to you know make him do all the crazy shit you did if he's going to knock you out? But it's kind of that bonding thing. And, hey, I did this, so you should do this. What's, what's right and what's bond not? Bond my left toe. It's called respect. I'm sorry. I treat you the way you treat me. I feed off your energy. If you treat me like you got common sense, and fine. If you feel as though after meeting me for 24 hours you don't like me, okay, fine. But don't the whole yelling and, right. and poking out your chest, that don't make or break me. But But it... Is that what they do? They want people like you out so that the people that will conform that's no, what they want. No, because they or? want people who are going to do their job. They they, but they don't also want, want people who are going to listen and not exactly. challenge. Exactly, I listen. I'm I have no problems with taking orders. But again, my whole thing is you don't have to get this close to me like you're going to tongue me. No, <laughs> you don't have my face that's is right clean. Out of the movies, yeah. Yeah. You don't have for me now. Some people need that. Ooh. Some people go into the military because they're lacking that responsibility, yeah. that that motivation, discipline. That yeah. discipline. I don't need that. That's a good Tell point, me yeah. what I need to do and allow me to do what it is that you told me to do. You don't have to act like a fucking fool. I'm so this sorry. is like the individualized teaching plans. <laughs> and it's easier it's That's easier to guy. yell at everybody than to say you don't need a little bit of yelling. You need a lot. Yeah. You, you need too much. Get out of here. here, here. So me and believe it or not, as much as I say, I'm a I'm a big crybaby. But if I find that it's unnecessary stuff that you're doing, you're not going to get me to that point. Hmm. You're, you're just not. Yeah. Was was there any any point in your training that brought you to tear? I mean, in boot camp or something like that, where they totally graduation broke it down? day when I was able to take them damn blue shorts off and throw them in the trash. Yeah. Cry <laughs> tears of joy. Yeah. <laughs> and put the, put the tongue piercing back in. Yeah. No, it closed. It yeah. closed. It was not. You can't. You need another one to signal, signify the end of training there. <laughs> no, that was. Okay, so there's there's these shorts you have to wear under every uniform. Pajamas, you have to wear these stupid fucking blue, blue shorts. shorts. <laughs> Ooh, I swear, once graduation was over. You just seen people throw them in the fire. Throwing them in the, the oh my god, I hated those blue shorts under every uniform you had on. You had these damn blue shorts. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why? No, 
So yes, that that was that was it. Yeah. That was that was my crying. That was my my crying uh, moment. Like I. Uh, st- I, I always imagine in, in boot camp that there's the, the breaking point for even even the strongest willed people. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you're going into the Navy, and I think this is I think this is still relevant today, don't go to Great Lakes in the wintertime. Don't do it. I did. Oh, it is cold. I'm from the Great Lakes. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm born in the Great Lakes. <laughs> in the wintertime, first of all, we are literally on a lake, so you you know how it is. Yeah. You getting all first is cold and it's already cold. You getting the cold coming off the water. You prayed, lake effect. I prayed to put on that wool sweater. Mm. Who wants to put on a wool sweater? You also prayed for them to say flaps down, so that's when you're able to cover your ears. Mm. You prayed for flaps down. Well, you're wishing to get back there now that you're in Wilson. Mm. No, it's hundred percent humidity in October. Yes, I, you. I did a I did a um, a TikTok, and it said it was talking about what I learned from being in the first couple months here. I was like, keep an umbrella, have a portable air conditioner, something <laughs> <laughs> portable fan. It's in the middle of raining. I'm on my way home from work. I'm standing on the corner waiting across the street to go home, <laughs> and I'm sweating, and it's raining. And God bless the women here. How the hell do y'all wear all that damn makeup and that shit not melt? I'm not doing it. No. No, 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 no. No. How? And I mean, they be. Steady. I see kids walk. Like, it's. Like, you you, you guys understand. Or maybe some listeners can't understand the, the sickness of, like, 95% humidity and it's 38 degrees at, at 9 in the morning. And I go out and there's people with jeans yeah. and sweaters. Like, what, what are you doing? What are you? You guys hey, are trying to come a long way, buddy. Yeah. Do you remember when men didn't wear shorts? Like, yeah. probably until ten years, not even five years ago, men didn't wear. In general, are you serious? Like university yeah. students would be the only ones who wore shorts. Now there's guys wearing shorts from March until November. Yeah. But when we came, I would. I would you would it. never see a guy in shorts. It would be. It'd be. 25 degrees in March, I'd put on shorts and be like, ah, teacher, oh, it's not summer. Like, but it's 25 degrees. It's, it's, I'm, dying. I'm dying. Long. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying. This is the start what? of Canadian summer, middle of September. This is the start oh of Canadian summer for two months here. Mm-hmm. This is the best like, time of year. I, yeah. I'm still sweating. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I sweat in my hair. Yeah. So my hair does this. It goes. <laughs> so I very tight kinky curly hair it goes from this awesome curly afro to just like well that's you can wear one of those but yes how do you you hide that you didn't go swimming by the time you get to work like that's my problem that's why i oh (laughs) i have a i now have a portable fan did you go swimming i know i just walked in the parking lot (laughs) i am literally that person with the fan and then thank god for amazon because you now have the the one that the, the neck ones are okay there's one on Amazon that you can wear underneath your shirt. Ooh, you tie it. Six of those. You, <laughs> ah, that was the best investment ever. You just carry this massive battery no, around. It's, the no, it's about it's about about that big, about yeah. that wide, and it just shoots straight up. Oh, so beautiful. your shirt is kind of like. Yeah. Doing, 
I don't mind. Hey, teacher, you got something in there? Yep, I sure do. And my students, they always do. My one student thought I was pregnant. I'm like, no, teacher's just fat. I'm just fat. And then all my girls was like, teacher, no. I'm like, no, teacher is fat. Let's let's not sugarcoat it. It's okay. I don't mind. But no, there's nothing in there. Just 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 fat. Have you ever seen the? Have you ever seen the one you said for your pants? Have you ever seen the thing that? I don't even know if it's a real product. Must or, be on Wish. Yeah. Right, okay, it might <laughs> probably be. is. Right next to the Nicholas Cage pajama pants. It's just his face. His face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm good. No, no, but it was, uh, you, you hook it up to your car, like one of the vents in your car, and it's just a hose that goes into your shorts. It's called like the, the nut cooler yeah. or something. <laughs> the nut cooler. I've seen, I've seen that. I have not seen Okay. All right. Yeah. Johnson & Johnson cooler. baby powders. Oh, yeah. coolers. Okay. Um, I got two quick ones sure. left about the Army and then or we, or Navy and we can move on. Uh, one about traveling. Yes. You sounds like you went to many different places. Yes. And I think that's a cool way. I mean, America is a big country, lots of different variations in states of what the demographics, the, the food, everything. Um, so what was it like? The opportunity you had to travel a little bit with the with the Navy and I did some traveling and um, it was fun. It was fun. I didn't go any place really exciting. I wish I could have gone to like really exciting, exciting places. I'm just happy I didn't get ship duty. Uh, Food in the Navy, wherever you went was for me, it was good. Our our people could cook their asses off. It was like somebody's grandma told them how to cook. It was like you got seasoning. It wasn't. Uh-huh. It wasn't bland. Uh, however, some of the MREs we did get a chance to try them. Yeah, I wouldn't. You only ate that if you had to. Ah, uh, I thought it'd be like standard military food. Each branch, believe it or not, has their own own thing. Uh-huh. We, I ate good in the Navy. The food was good. Now, a friend of mine was in the Air Force. They was... fucking corn on the pizza and shit over there. <laughs> <laughs> he he ate, was eating steaks and shrimp and. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah. Nice. Where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. We're old now, so I don't know. I, I don't know what it's like now. So, so when you're in the reserves, how often are you? One weekend, uh, one every one weekend a month, two weeks out of the year, and if you're division, Sorry, one one weekend a month mm-hmm. and two weeks out, out of the year. year, yeah. So and your unless, your jobs, you, they have to let you go for. They that? have no choice but to let There's you go. No, and then, do you have to stay when you sign up or when you get a new job? Do you have to say I'm a reserve? Yep, I'm gonna be leaving. You let them know. Okay. Mm-hmm. One weekend a month and two, two months, two weeks a year. year. That's when I was in. I don't know what it's like yeah. now. Now there were special occasions to where. We were called in, and it was like, it's a cold so-and-so. You need to report to Willow Grove. And that's happened to me twice. Hmm. And, I mean, I was at work. I got a call, and it was like, you need to report to Willow Grove base, uh, whatever your division is, and that's you need to get there now. So I would actually have to call my, hey, guys, I got to leave. It's the middle of your shift. Well, reserve station just called me and told me you got to go. Okay, well, got to go. And I was lucky because a lot of our security officers and a lot of the the higher ups were Army, Navy, hmm. Air they Force, understand Marine that. Corps. They was like, okay, well, if you gotta go, you gotta go. And that meant I jumped in my car, went home, got my sea bag, and I left. So Ooh. that's understood across the country. That's understood. When you yes. get called, military trumps go. everything. Yep. You just go. You uh-huh. tr- you let them know. And employers yep. 
have no choice nice. but to what's, follow suit. What's the feeling first, like when you get a call like that, or just knowing that your weekend is coming up? Is it more like oh, when you when you get or, a call like that? It's oh, it's shit, a little it, yeah. Your first initial thought is like, what the f- what's going what's on? What's going on? Uh, all right, I all I know, I I gotta go, hmm. and you just. You just go. Yeah. But is it exciting? Like, there's act. There might be some action, or if, you know, it's, it's not going to excite- be too crazy. It's excitement and it's it's that nervous, nervous excite- yeah. excited yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah, is that that that's what's going on in your head. <laughs> what about for the uh, for the weekends? Like, you you know which weekend you're going, or the two weeks a year. You know is- what weekends? You know which weekends you're going, and I already get mentally prepared. Is to it go. is it uh, petty officer are, James? Yeah. Like, is it, uh, are you excited because it's a break from work? Or are you like, oh, shit, I got to go. I'm excited because it's a break, break from, from work. Break from work? Okay. Yeah. That's, but that's I cool. also yeah. know that I have, when I go on base, I have to make sure I memorized everything I needed to memorize and know all of this, the calls and everything so that I'm prepared. So it's not like I'm walking back on base as a, a fresh a person newbie, who's yeah, not paying yeah. attention. Can like, you get discharged or kicked out of the reserves? Hell yeah. You, you show can. up not... What, do you have to be in shape? Do you have to be... Yes, you have to Like keep, a boot camp, a one-shot thing, or every time you go back, you got to represent? Yeah? You have to be on your P's and Q's. Yeah. Hmm. Because in Korea, in, in Korea, you're in reserves to, what, 35? Yeah. So these guys go back, what, two days a year? Yeah. yeah. they got to do a hike and... and no. Anyway, but, but, I mean, when you see the you guys going hike. back for the duty, like my brother-in-law, he's like, no, i got to go do my... I'm like... <laughs> You're still. No. You're gonna be fighting if the North Koreans come. Come on, dude. No, you have to maintain your qualifying runtime, and your runtime goes on your age. If you can beat the timing, you beat the timing. If you're not running, you're swimming. If you're not swimming, you're doing something. Mm. You, you have to do. You have to do your physical training. You have to do your book training. You have to do your job. You can't come which, in outside. Which is how it should be if exactly. you're in the reserves. I mean, yeah. you might have to go somewhere. You got to be on the ball. Be ready. You can't walk on base in your civilian clothing when you know you're supposed to be on base. Okay, so therefore you need to know what uniform you're supposed to have on before you step foot on your yeah. base. That's that's good. Yeah. I, I think that that structure is how, important. How it should be. It's, it's not just you have to be in uniform. You know, walk red. on base looking at your phone like oh oh uh, sorry next time you know you're you're I, ready before you. I went from civilian life to reserve no, life. I mean, there must be some people who have, a, especially these days, I don't know. have a, a hard time. Like, okay, can I just uh, separate that part of my life and turn I, on the reserve? I don't know. Mode? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I would love to give you a accurate answer, a close to accurate answer, but I can't. If the these guys, sergeant officers have to be a little more lenient because... People's attention spans have gotten shorter, or they got to yell louder. You, you know, oh, you're, you're they can't, get, they can't get, focus, or is it still just as hard? And it's yep. they got to break more guys than they used to because now it's there's yep. way more people that mm-hmm. can conform. Is there anything you miss about those weekends or weeks away? Some of my shipmates. Yeah, the friend. The some of my shipmates. Yeah. yeah. I think too, you you might bond with them because you hate the the superiors. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that brings you together. Yeah, I miss. When I'll I'll put it this way: When you hear older military people talk about the friendships you make in the military, like they're lifelong, it, it no bullshit. Yeah, you do really become that close to that person. Is 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 that part of the nationalism? I guess that so many people have been like those. I was just talking about the veterans that are, you know, injured and and, and hurt and stuff. But if you take everyone in the reserves and everything, it's it's a huge portion of the country. 
And if you haven't been in any form or shape in the Army, Navy, military, whatever, everybody you know has, mm-hmm. or most of the people you know have, is that what drives the nationalism and the... I guess. Because, I don't know, maybe but you it, can... When, when, when we crossed the border, like, we went three times a month. Three weekends a month, we'd be in the States playing hockey. If I close my eyes and you just told me to wake up at any point during the trip and you woke me up, I could tell you just by the air I breathed if I was in America or Canada because it's just different as soon as you get in there. I don't, that that's so weird to say that, man. I have the exact same feeling. Going I mean driving from Niagara Falls, Canada, Niagara Falls, New York. Man, I don't know. It, it, it is was just it, the it's bush a different and the bush. I don't yeah. the 72 meter tall McDonald's sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the, you know, 6,000 square foot gas station. <laughs> but, but everything's bigger. If the air feels different. I don't know what it is. It, it's no, like no, the, the I, energy I, of the land. Energy, like yeah. when you cross, you're like this is America. I'm yeah. da- I don't know. I just woke But, Dad, we're in America, right? Because it feels different. Yeah. And even when we just went, coming from the state or Canada to the States, back into Canada, driving this summer, like, man, you just know you're here when you're here. It's It just feels different. Yeah. Last one for this one. You said you made a comment and said, even uh, I felt I should do anything to help mm-hmm. serve, protect my, even if they don't want me. Mean in the country. Mm. This is the United States. Sorry, they treat people who look like me, black people. If you black, tan, darker than the average, you're second class. You're like, I'm afraid when my six foot one, 20 year old nephew walks down the street is going to get pulled over by a police officer because yeah. he fits the yeah. quota. Oh, it's so crazy. So crazy. So this is a country who doesn't want me, but wants me to fight for it. Okay. And I did want to fight for it. Mm. I did. Because this technically this is my country. Mm. You'll hear a lot of a lot of people will say, Well, are you African American or black? No, I'm black. I've never been to Africa. Mm. I was born here and said United States, so that makes me an American. So I'm American. Mm. That's how I feel. Yeah. Not no, everybody. That's, are, that's how it should be. Yeah. But you'll have a lot of people who don't agree with me. You'll have a lot of people who look like me Why who do don't agree still with say me. That? I don't know. I, I don't know. Because we're it's bred into. It. I mean, yeah. we're, we're raised with it. But yeah. That, but yeah, I've never been to Africa. Yeah. I've never yeah, been exactly. there. Never set foot. Do I want to go? Yes, definitely want to go mm. and visit. But I mean, I could see how that term might have been more suitable when people from Africa had been brought over. over. And they were given that title, but yeah, hundred percent. I mean, generations later, should should. should well, not. I mean, you don't introduce yourself as Italian, Italian Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> no, but, but they know. Even they know by even the media <laughs> website, everywhere you look, it'll say, "Why well, does it say blacks or African American?" It says Hispanics and African American yeah. or black, depending on who's speaking. Yeah. Depending oh. on who's speaking, that's and it's so I've, strange, I, though, right? Just like but, use of but language. Is that, but is that a is that a person. more from your perspective? Is that a a gentler term than saying black? Gentler how? I'd rather just be I'm a black woman. Two things you either you're gonna call me by two things. You're either gonna call me by my name or you're gonna just say I'm a black woman. Okay, tell, I, hold on, hold on. I tell always me. choose name because <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, it's you better pronounce it. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 now you gotta pronounce it right too. Velika, <laughs> I'm not Velika. Nope. Here's the thing: I went to school in middle school. There was. I'm Valika Scott. There was a girl named Valeska Gore. They constantly called us. Sure. Looking at Valeska. Valika. No, I'm Valeska. You gotta read what it says. <laughs> I'm not Valeska Gore. 
That's Valeska Gore. I'm Valika Scott. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> Just start calling everyone V. <laughs> I.e. that's why... V, uh, Vel, Leek, Leah... What? <laughs> Make it easy for yourself. Please. But uh, back to okay. what you were saying, um, for me, I'd just rather be. If you describe, if you had to say, who are you talking about? Oh, the, the black girl over there, the little short one with the big head, mm. glasses. Yeah, her. I'd rather you do. I, I wonder. I wonder if if well, white people, Caucasians, Europeans think that 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 has a more negative tone or meaning to it. Saying black is like you're. No, dude. I think I think it's just that. I don't know. We're exposed to so many different opinions that you're just confused as hell. And yeah. Just, and that's, I just don't want so, to say anything. So I have a question and I'll open myself up for okay. criticism and whatever. But you're a black woman sitting here. Mm-hmm. I, I spent a while in West Africa working and I saw black people, the color of your headscarf, mm-hmm. black. But when I, like, Obama is cafe latte, he wasn't. <laughs> So, so when well, I, honey, I'm butter almond. But that's what I mean. So, so when I, but I think that's part of my, part of the, like, you know, he says we're confused. I like butter almond. That's good. Um, but, but when, so, so this is like. And hell, wait, not to break it down to you, Phil. If I showed you my legs, my legs is just as bright as yours. <laughs> so, so what if someone said brown people? Is that? Offensive, or does that refer to? It depends on the person you're talking to. Okay, but I'm saying for, for, for you, for ta- me. Well, if someone who had no idea said, "Wow, you're brown." Okay. Yes. How? If people, everyone started saying that, well, they're not actually black. They're look look at the colors. They're not like they're brown. That's what I love about being a black woman. We come in all shades. Yes. We come in all shades. So I said when when I think I think. But these people aren't black. I, I guess I know overall. They, okay, I get that part. But I just mean, and maybe it's micro analyzing. But I saw black black people that are jet black in yes, Nigeria, I in have. Togo, and I think I don't know. Would they say no, no, no? We are black. They're not black. Fufana the Google Brown was a guy in my division, and my we served in the reserves together. He was from the Ivory Coast. Yes. Beautiful dark-skinned man like just beautiful and he's he's a black man simple as that that if you looked at him he was just as dark but his skin just flawless no marks mm. no nothing just a beautiful black man what else are you going to call him mm. but a black man yeah that's what he was but in that same sense again we can go from being this dark mm-hmm. to look yeah. at him mm. yeah like, if you saw my little sister, Chloe, you'd be like, first of all, Chloe looks Asian. Most people look at my little sister and they, where's my phone? And think my little sister is Asian. No, but that, she's I think, not. like he said, that's part of the confusion part. Because in this, in this time when people are dividing, 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 do the, do the black, black people say, well, they're only half black. Nope. They're not real black because they're, look, look at the difference. And but there's, there's maybe. Europeans who are very dark. But maybe we should just be ideally we're we're working yeah. towards a the color itself is like yeah. how you're doing <laughs> yeah yeah we're we're working I think this is just a, a middle ground to working towards like hey we're all people pretty much I hope so. <laughs> let's not uh, let's not divide <laughs> yeah let's yeah I, no but when I mean when she's talking about a divided American they're treated like second class citizens so if do you think there's a major advantage if you're black and his skin tone 
Nope. Do you get, I mean, can people tell? Some people, yeah. That's my little sister. Yeah, I would say more Asian than... No, the child is black and white. No, yeah. Yeah, but But everybody, when they see her, they think she's... I I mean, I can can see that. Yeah, Yeah. like, no. Yeah. No. She's got to put down the math textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I mean, when you say and she's when smart you, as a wit. Yeah. So yours is that it's everybody else and then color any color that's not the white yes. color is. You said in Philadelphia you grew up fifty yards, a hundred yards from a clan member. In in Virginia. In Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, not Philadelphia. Yeah. Sorry. Virginia. Yeah. Um, how did how did that impact or what impact did that have on you? It made me who I am today. It made me a stronger person. I can tolerate ignorance. I can tolerate it in a verbal form. I still don't appreciate it. Yeah. I still don't think you're better than me because you're not. And it's, it's just a lot of the whining and everything that I hear now. It's annoying because you still have that same mentality mm. that you haven't grown. You haven't opened yourself up to nothing. Yeah. I don't care how old you are. First of all, it, let's 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 break it down. You're not from here. This is not your country. Mm-hmm. You stole it. You stole it. You, not only did you still steal it, you raped it. You gave it diseases. You you. This isn't yours. This is no longer. This is not. It's not even mine per se. Because who really knows? But you, the the real people who this country belongs to, are the quote unquote Native Americans. Right. And they don't, and the way you treat them, just because you're, and if honestly, somebody, a a comedian said it, made it really funny. He said, y'all turn more colors than we do. Y'all go from purple (laughs) to red to bright yellow to pale white. Shit, you're just as much of a color as I am. Absolutely. However... When you look at me, regardless of where I come from or regardless of where a black person comes from, from or uh, India, Afghanistan, wherever you come, if you if your color is not if you don't look like the quote unquote what an American is supposed to look like, you can have the education, you can have the money. You're still treated like trash, which is which is crazy. And then and like you say, it's not it's not your country, my country, his country. If you really do want to go back. Whose country is it? It's nobody who's there right now. Exactly. So everybody's wrong. I mean, so, nobody, yeah. nobody's right. It's it's ours. It, Let, at at this point, it's ours, yes. Let's let's figure out how to move forward For, together. Exactly. Then mine and yours is bullshit. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's the, how, it just rattles my mind that this is still how you think. Right. Has right. it changed? Is it getting, like, it seems like there's improvements. It seems like things are getting better. Um... I mean, Obama was, I loved Obama. I don't know, as a black person, did, I mean, has it changed lots? Were those things, was Kamala Harris, are these things turning points? Are they Are they getting better or? No. No. Look at social media. Yeah. They're crying over a fucking mermaid, a cartoon mermaid. <laughs> I, 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 haven't, I haven't read that <laughs> other than the headline. Yeah, it's something on, I saw. Oh my God, Ariel can't be black. She's the person that oh. she has red hair and the, it's a fucking cartoon. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I'll tell you. When I was in Ghana, there was a, not to cut you off, not to cut, there was a, I was watching TikTok. <laughs> Stop it. I can't, I can't, but I find myself watching it. The girl said, 
this is hurting my soul because my very first Disney movie that I've ever watched was Ariel and she had red hair and blue eyes and this just hurts me because I can't let my children watch this and not explain to them, girl, if you don't stop. <laughs> so what happened? They gave Ariel suntan or what happened? It's a black girl. Um, is, is her Chloe. name still Ariel? In the, in the movie, her name is Ariel. And now she's it's, black? Yes, now she's a but beautiful black girl. Right? It, no, yeah, no, I no. Think it's <laughs> no, she's she's, she's a black real. Actress, she's yeah. a real black oh, okay, girl. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I mean, it is. This is they, I, I there is the so much negativeness on the internet, Twitter. I don't do Twitter or anything, but you hear it, you see it. It's like, and then a lot of people have gotten children's reactions. All kinds of children's reactions. Yeah. And my niece did one of her little sister. And yeah. Hayette, my, my niece, that, that little girl is a um, I'm messing herself. I love her to death. She said, she kind of looked like me. We cute. That's all, <laughs> she, that's all she wanted to hear. Yeah. And hear the songs. And hear the darn crab. Yeah. That's all she wanted. Yes. Come on. Stop. Stop. Oh, Come on. Y'all well, now I just saw, the one I saw that you, now I understand what it means. But someone, one of the things said, if you're doing this with Ariel, you got He-Man <laughs> and all these guys. Like we, we're gonna be doing this for 20 years. Yes. Come on, don't stop. don't stop. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> but I didn't know what it was referring to. So yeah, thanks for it's, clearing that it's, up. It's it's a, it's a, always a thin line though because like when some companies or some movies do it, they are received like oh this is positive, but then when others do it, yes. it's like cringy. <laughs> And they go back. Um, one guy, one guy went as far as well. Maybe we should redo Roots with an all white cast. Guess what? I'm in. I'm in. Let's go, baby. I'm in. Overseer, what? Let let let's change your name. You are no longer Keith. Mm. We gonna give you. You want to redo Roots? Roots wasn't real. I don't know if it's just a social media effect, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Just a movie. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Just let it's. First of all, I think it's for kids. It's not for adults. And when you show it to kids, they don't give a shit. No, they don't. I, they don't I like the song. I just want to sing. I'm, I'm a big kid at heart. I love my Disney films. Under the it's, sea. It's, it's, I tell you which. I tell you what they messed up did and redid for me. They shouldn't have redid Mary Poppins. The new Mary Poppins. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Give I just Julie, I watched it last week. Give me Julie Andrews any day. Hmm. Not that they didn't do a good job. Hmm. It was okay, but give me Mary Poppins. <laughs> give me Julie Andrews. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking it up. No, <laughs> if if you gonna do it, then that's what you messed up. Oh, it's such a good story. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's such well, a good story. I, I want to give another example get, of this uh, aerial fiasco thing. Um, when I was in Ghana mm-hmm. and we go to the arts market and I was looking for some djembe's and stuff to bring home and it was What's drums, a djembe? djembe drums. Oh, okay. Cool. And Sound like, like the, candy. The teak, yeah. The teak, <laughs> made out of the teak trees. Just djembe drums. And, uh, and a bunch of handicrafts because the, the artwork is fascinating. And you'd pay hundreds or thousands of dollars for these things at home and there it's like just, you know, average bucks. Joe on the side of the streets given talent that he can carve this stuff and and we were walking through some shops, and then and it was around Christmas time, and there was a black Santa, and I just stopped in my tracks and went, "Holy shit, <laughs> black Santa!" I was like, "You ain't never seen a black but, Santa Claus with but, the but, but, but why would there be a white Santa in Africa?" <laughs> and this is before YouTube or social media, or this was early two thousands. So there's no, I mean, I like, what do they even think of? They said Santa Jesus. or Christmas or, and 
And I was like, of course they have a boat. And I, it just never crossed my mind. And I thought, but in Australia, Santa rides a surfboard. And, but you know, you're brought up in these little bubbles and you think we're diverse <laughs> and, we, and we don't mind. So I'm like, how the hell would they say reindeer pulling a sleigh in Australia? <laughs> he's on a surfboard, work. exactly. Unless he's on a jet ski and they're pulling he it He changed the lyrics. <laughs> so, but, but it was just a, it, it froze me in my tracks. And I went, holy shit. Yeah, this makes sense. Why wouldn't it be? And uh, that was an eye-opener for me, and I, it made me really start thinking of, where the hell did I come from, and what, 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 what was I taught? And, man, that was Thunder Bay, Ontario. He said Thunder Bay, Ontario. Wow. Do you, do you know there? No. Nope. No? Okay. No. Um, That's why I said wow. <laughs> so, and, and the other one about this stuff, when I was when I was there, it was so disconnected from the, the black-white racial relationships up that I grew up with or, or seen on media in Canada and, and living in the States a little bit that there they say hey white man come here and I was like that's funny <laughs> <laughs> and I could say hey black man and we would just laugh and it was just it was just for fun yeah but because there was no history of but the, okay yeah. right. yes but th this is what I mean though but if you said the N-word, mm -hmm. maybe now it's different with social media. Before, if you said the N-word in all the countries I was in West Africa, they wouldn't understand. Even if they're spoke English, scholarly, said whatever, wouldn't bad. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't hold any, right? It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Of course. But but just to, to know how the environment kind of curates that that much emotion and, and everything. Well, here's, here's the thing behind the n-word and I, I would love to say it but i don't want to offend a lot of people yeah. and i don't want a lot of people with a bunch of backlash and everything the whole the word was meant as derogatory right. it was meant and it was emphasized that we were uneducated we didn't know any better they compared us to gorillas to monkeys when you found us in africa they were speaking five to six, seven different languages. You just didn't understand it. There you go. Yeah. And you thought it was your job to teach us the king's English and that we should walk the way you were walking. Honey, we've been walking on two legs, on two feet hmm. when you saw us. Okay. Now, if you think about it, the word actually it means uneducated. I'm not un uneducated. Hmm. I can speak the king's English if I choose to speak properly. I'm not stupid. I can read, I can write, I can do arithmetic. So the person, for me, the person who says it, that's what you are. Because that's how you're acting. That's not how I'm acting. Sorry if you don't understand that. No, no, I take that bet. I'm not sorry. That's you. That's not me. Yeah. So I don't get mad. I grew up in, a, in, in the 70s watching TV where... You were here honky and all kinds of stuff yeah. on television. The, <laughs> this generation couldn't 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 deal with the, the stuff I grew up watching on TV. Mm -mm. Spontaneous. Combustion. Oh my God, people! Oh, what about the line? Do they really say that? Yeah. They would have a scary. heart attack. It's scary to see clips of what we grew up, grew up watching, watching like, on that TV. Was, that was okay. Like, yes. Yeah. Everybody would have been fired and in jail. Fired in jail, fighting, <laughs> crying in a corner, shaking. No doubt, yeah. But that's, I mean, you speak about your ability to control your emotions around ignorant people. And I think I that's, have to. It, it's a, it's a 
a great attribute to to have in any in any aspect of life, right? I have to. Mm. I have to because one there there is a sadly there's a stereotype about the typical black woman. We're angry. We have the resting bitch face. (laughs) (laughs) But this is this is what I loved going to West Africa. I want to go to West Africa now. I want to go. All the stereotypes were wrong. And what I knew as black people in North America was completely different than what I met in Africa. And it it was so refreshing. You, you, were, you, you were that surprised, wasn't you? It, <laughs> yeah, took, hey. it took you off guard. When yeah. I got in the first taxi and that brother was playing Celine Dion, <laughs> and I was like... His whole, his whole inside was like, huh? Something wrong here. Hold on. Celine Dion's from close to, you know, where I'm from. Where, how the hell? There's no Ja Rule or nothing here. Like, what are you (laughs) Celine Dion in here for? And, and the music, you know, you'd hear these ballads and these, these opera singers and stuff. It's like, this is cool. I mean, this is not what I grew up, you know, movies, media, TV, news. Look beyond. Yeah. But un- but that's that's what I mean. That's yeah. the bubble we're brought. Up. You yeah. would never guess growing up in Philadelphia that there's guys driving taxis blaring Celine Dion in in Esiama, Ghana. No, like and out- outside that culture bubble, if the song sounds cool, it's going to be played. It's fun. Mm. Yeah. But but that was like there was guy. You're from Canada. Can you can you get me Celine Dion? And I was like, <laughs> sure, no problem. <laughs> and that's the great thing about music. You can hate as many people as you want. But what kind of music are you listening to? Yeah. What are you listening to? What are you singing? Oh, man. Some, some <laughs> now, I, I be, thank God of my mom, thank God of my upbringing. Yeah. I like all kinds of music from classical, jazz. I'm not big into rap. I can listen to a little bit of it. That's just not my thing. I love but it. But I like <laughs> I like all kinds of music. But if you ask me what my favorite is, I'm going to say R&B, salsa, merengue, bachata, kisomba. I'm going to say my rhythm and blues. I, this is what I like. This is what I, I enjoy. But I like listening to all music from all. Even if I don't understand it, if I can sit to it and be like, La 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 bamba. <laughs> My new favorite Negative. song. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> but I music. Ballant. Macarena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> music transcends and can just just brings so much. You you mentioned going home and um, and smelling mom's perfume or the or the cheese. For me, smell and music are two things that just. It, it can stimulate Take you anywhere. It, yeah, an emotional response. and But some, I don't know, driving in the car, you hear some tunes, you're like, oh, man, this could bring me to tears. I don't even know. Like, it just, it brings you back to a moment yep. or, a, yeah. or, um, or, or a place in, mm-hmm. in time, man. It's really- or even if it doesn't bring back a, men- a memory, it can set a day for you. Yeah, absolutely. It can set your evening. Yeah. Um, I'll say this, what I miss... I wish they had here was a radio we have um back home it's called the quiet storm and it'll start around nine o'clock until about is that after you eat bulgogi (laughs) (laughs) what happens in your stomach (laughs) (laughs) it's the radio station and it would it would either be a male or female announcer and they just have this 
smooth, calming yeah. voice that yeah. would come on. And like, like sleep talkers. Same in India. Not even sleep talkers it's because they like play music. Songs, they're talking not, yeah. It's the nighttime music. music. Yeah. It's, the, it's that music yeah. that get you real like you just want to sit back and yeah. either grab a cup of wine grab grab some coffee big joint a couple of bottles of um, that's you <laughs> <laughs> not me oh. <laughs> that is you can that is all you my brother take yeah. go ahead I'm good <laughs> but it was it was the voice yeah it was the the voice that would come over on the radio station and you knew what's well, a theater of the mind right yeah you, you hear that you're imagining what they look and you like would you hear feel the, the music yeah. you would hear like in the background you hear quiet storm blowing and you just like yeah, yeah. It's hey, that time. I, but my my yeah. quiet storm was rick d's in the weekly top 40 no that, that's <laughs> not quiet storm <laughs> no but but you say that soothing that that sound. That was, we would go to bed with the nighttime guy, the top 10 at 10 counting every night. And that was like, he was like my brother. I never met the guy. But but that was the soothing thing that put you to sleep, was hearing that guy's voice put me to sleep every night. That, now, see, he would wake me up. I would be just sitting there like, okay. Smooth Rick top 40. Exactly. Yeah. Smooth Rick top 40. But it was always like, I, I want to see if I can... Um, I want to see if I can get the, the the girl's voice, but she would come on Power Night. She was like, "Welcome to Power Ninety Nine After Dark. This is so and so, and we're going to introduce you into some smooth Sounds like jazz." Only fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's your OnlyFans. That's, <laughs> That's his OnlyFans who's showing pictures. That's the original. Like, mm-hmm. The original AS. <laughs> but it was yeah. She just had, and right now we have Keith Sweat. When I left Philadelphia, he was doing the Quiet Storm, and it would. He would bring in the music, play different songs. Uh, people would call in. He give advice or answer questions. Do you have to call in with the same voice? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you you had some people who did that. Like, oh my god! Or you also you always had the the excited girl. Chief Officer is this, Petty Cody. This is Keith Sweat. <laughs> well, this is quiet ninety nine. Exactly. We're gonna be quiet now. now. <laughs> but no, it depends. Uh, I guess it all depends on who. <laughs> Hey, I'm I like Keith Sweat's music, but I'm not super excited to where I would call in the radio station. You're like, oh my god, it's Keith Sweat. How you doing? <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. No. Uh, it's your that's the the genesis of the ASMR revolution. <laughs> <laughs> and, and tonight I'm gonna eat an, an authentic <laughs> cheesesteak. <laughs> what? Listen to me eat a cheesesteak at 11:30. Exactly. So <laughs> I miss that. I'll say I'll say one thing. I miss radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. I we we. Drove a lot of hours in Canada, probably about thirty hours of driving, and man, when you have good radio, that makes you drive. It, yeah, and you connect to these guys. But and, and I thought radio's dead because of you know the what we used to carry around the music MP threes, iPods, this yeah. that you could program all your stuff. But man, the, I just turn the you radio know. on and just ro- yeah, iPod killed the radio stuff. Like you're connected. <laughs> you know what's going. You don't have to leave, and you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're kind of connected and. You know what's hot? How's what's the score in the Jays game tonight? And you're just on the radio with this guy, and man, I really miss the different personalities and, yes. and, and tunes. Like, hey, I miss, I miss I'm on the prairies and I miss my country music. Boom, put it on. But then we're in London and it's whatever K Rock '99 or whatever, and just the options. You have the option, and it doesn't have to be just straight tunes with YouTube or whatever it is. Exactly. I, I miss some of those personalities. It'll, it'll swing back, man. It'll, no, I miss. I mean, here, yeah. like here, it's like. You well, get Doocy, I, Doocy I, Data, Kim Jong Un, and it's 
It's that same girl with that raspy voice. What is she <laughs> with Kim she's, Dion or whatever? She's on is. TV. Yeah. She's on the thing, she's and it sounds famous. like she's yeah. smoked every single day she of her life. Like He's got oh, the rasp. Okay. Wow. The, okay. Uh, but but she's very famous. But there's no. I don't know who she. <laughs> he's dying. Like <laughs> yeah. literally dying over there. He Can you breathe? <laughs> like he stopped breathing for a minute. <laughs> sister. The. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean a sister something. I mean that voice is what gets in when he's drinking and he's got. Um. Anyways, I I, I mean that here there's no. Wow. I feel they need like a young generation of radio that the young people are going to listen to. The tunes match the, the the jockeys and and the conversation stuff matches. It's not politics with BTS or like, <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't match. Also so. here, there's a lot of formality in the tone, right? Yeah, like, right? Lots, lots, oh. lots. But you <clears throat> too. I yeah. I don't think there's not there's, a lot of fun. It the young like. generation didn't grow up with that, man. No, it'd be hard to switch them from. Oh, you know what though? Maybe the uh, maybe I, the I pendulum goes both ways. Maybe they'll get tired of you make it their fun. Calling some guests, calling in, yeah. tell us your problems, this that. No, they they have that here. Yeah, no, do, do they, they have that here? Probably. Hey, they, yeah. they have calling in, but it's Ajima yeah. sitting at home that are calling in. You don't know that. No, you know. Well, it is when I listen to it. Sure, it is. So well, have listen to you guys ever like listen to the Steve Harvey show in the morning? I know Steve Harvey, but I've never the seen him. Family Feud guy. Yes, yes. He's all kinds of that. He he hasn't gotten hit with a Me Too yet. Some of the clips yeah, I see, dude, got some dude crazy stuff. Steve Harvey in the morning, that whole cast, that whole show is hilarious. Oh, okay, okay. They go hard on each other. They do um, they do this thing called the strawberry letter. People write in letters. Some people put their names in there. Some people don't. And you hear the letters and you're like, <laughs> and you can hear you as they're reading like you can hear the people that they're like what is going on in this person's home like I'm married to so and so but her cousin keep hitting on so and so and they'll and at the end after they do the whole strawberry letter they'll all give their opinion or advice on yeah. it and you're I'd be dying. I used to that was I would get off the cl- at work at 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. I'd get in my car turn on my car and be I would sit I would turn on the Steve Harvey yeah. morning show even before I left the parking lot at work your just prob- to drive home your problems seem minute compared to what and, and I think that works anywhere because people would listen to okay my problems aren't so bad they aren't yes. crazy but listen at home radio stations are everywhere yeah they promote everything mm. they got promotions they're all over here it's like NBC or KBS the, the whole I think you have a very limited view of what the whole, Korean radio is have you ever seen him at a baseball, soccer, football, the radio stations? No, because I haven't. Ever? Been. In 15 years? No, because they probably promote. Oh, I don't know. No, because no, they know. don't. Who? But come on, at home, they're at they're at Home Plus doing a promotion for whatever. They're at the baseball game doing a promote. They're all over doing promotions all over the city all the time. But that was 20 years ago. Now. Now. Um. When you go home and listen to the show... They're promo- they're giving away Harley Davidsons for a contest. They're doing this. They're promoting concerts. Okay. They're, mm, yeah. they're they're a huge part of the city, and it's the Hawk ninety two against the Rock ninety seven, and mm. and who's better, and which morning show guy's better. Yep. And you, you don't Definitely. you don't have that here. Ask any young person who's a famous radio. They're going to say Douchey Date, and that's it. Douchey Date. 
two o'clock date. That's oh. the date with her at two o'clock. She comes on and does her <laughs> show. <laughs> I thought we're back to the deep bag talk. Like, what is that? But I missed. I missed good radio. <laughs> yes. I, I yes. So uh, yeah, definitely missed it. Let's change topics here. Okay. You said. Uh, I'm Filipino. I get, if you came to my family reunion, it looks like the United Nations. Yes. I, how, how does that... Uh, I, I would have loved... I think I would... I, I like that now about my life. But growing up, I think that would have been awesome to be exposed to so many or so much culture and diversity. Well, what was it like? That's, that's Philadelphia. Hmm. That's Philadelphia. My high school was everything. I had two brothers. I forget where they're from, but Ilian Hafisi Badi. Um... Thang Do was in my math class. Mm. Uh, Muslims, Jewish. We, that's just my neighborhood. On my block, on my block, we have, I think she's from Nigeria. Mm. Nigerian, you go to the end of my block, there's the Chinese store where they're actually from China. Mm. <laughs> she is. Yeah. And she's been there for over, I'm Shit, she's been here for over 40 years. Yeah. Then across the street from the Chinese store, you have a bodega. And they're from the Dominican Republic. My neighborhood is diverse. You Italians, whatever you have, you go to from West Philadelphia. I lived in Southwest Philadelphia. You oh, have right. you. The the, that's West West Philadelphia. I'm from Southwest Philadelphia. <laughs> Sorry, get it right. <laughs> Son of a gun. Um, <laughs> you go over to South Philly. Majority of Irish, um, Italian. It's it's, a, yeah. it's literally everything. Everything. So I was, I wasn't, and again, I take it back to, to my family and the way I was raised. Don't just judge everybody. You can't. You shouldn't any, anyway. And it's, I, I'll even, my mother, if my mother heard this, she would die. When it came to boyfriends for me, what country is he from? <laughs> what color is he? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that the first two questions that came out of her mouth. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's a, a crapshoot in your neighborhood. It sounds like you never know. <laughs> I majority, my first boyfriend was Italian. Very first boyfriend was Italian. The hockey player. Yep. <laughs> and if anything, who was upset was the the guys in my neighborhood. How come you got to date somebody outside of the neighborhood? Because I don't like you. You said the neighborhood was all the mixed guys. <sighs> Not the ones I was interested in. <laughs> First of all, again, at 14, I had a job and I was going to school. If I'm going to school and you standing on the corner, what the hell do I want with you? Yeah. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we have nothing in common. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. So, therefore, I didn't date guys in my neighborhood. Two, I was turned down more by black men than anybody else. I've had black men tell me, oh, you're not cute. You're too fat. You're too short. Your nose is too wide. Your hair isn't long enough. So why would I pursue something or why would I not talk to men who don't look like me? Spend your time trying to convince someone. No, I'm not going to do that. So I like who I like. And if they like me and we get along together, then that's who... If we start dating, that's who I'm going to date. If you don't like it, close your eyes. It's as simple as that, eh? <laughs> Find the people that's we exactly, exactly. I'm. We make it so complicated. Exactly. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not. That's not what I'm going to do. Write the strawberry letters to Steve exactly. Harvey. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> Dear Steve and and, and this, 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 the crew. Uh, I'm, I'm not. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm Mark Strawberry Scott. You know, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm, yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, not good for you. And I'm not I'm not 
I've made it a point to myself to live for me and yeah. not give a damn about what anybody else thinks. If you don't like it, always not. It's always. It's the best way to go through yeah, life. It's, it's not. It's not your life. It's mine. If you don't like it, walk with blinders on. Yeah, that's man. It's so easy sometimes. It's so, so easy. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Do it. Do what you like. Uh, Will said it best. Mind your business. Just <laughs> mind your business. business. Oh, there there's, you go. <laughs> there's so many quotes from there that just pop up in my head <laughs> yes. randomly. So, oh, so there you go. Just just mind your business. Mm-hmm. And shrug your shoulder at the same time. Just that's. Just mind your business. I think. I think that's what I like about living in Korea. I don't. I don't have to care about anybody else. And and. I know they're all watching me and they're all they all minding me, but but I don't have most of them can't talk to me, so it doesn't matter. Better it. And so so I don't I don't have to hear any of the passive complaints or comments. If I want, I can turn on my ears when I hear my name or my skin color or my nationality. I can turn on my ears and listen if I want, but I don't actively or, or passively have to acknowledge or anything. I just I don't have to worry about anybody here. I just do my thing. How long have you been here? Five years. Five years. Shit. You guys oh, 20, twenty plus years. So. I've only been here a year and a couple months. I, when people stare, I have gotten to a point, and yes, I'm short, round, I'm not thin, don't <laughs> want to be a size two. When they now look, I have been known to stop and just start modeling like... I was going to say, you start shaking a little bit? <laughs> no, I don't shake. I have no, no twerking. No twerking? No. What are you looking at? No. That's you. I'm not going to do that. However, no. See? See? That's that That's that, That's that. that mentality that every time you see a black woman, you, oh, you think she twerking. No. I mean, no. If, if uh, anyone told me that, I would... I thought that's uh, a, Is that only black women? That, that was everyone who's twerking, no? It, you should. Uh, your ass in North no so idea, idea, but we did. I'm not. A, I, I don't. I think it was an Irish man. Culture, and, uh, I, if, they, if anybody Southwest said that, would they stop and look at me? Like, I'm gonna do my thing. Bro. Nope. I will. I've been known to model, like drop my bag, see bag, hmm. or see I'll just do this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a, I think that's one of yes, my favorite sir. favorite ones. People look is and I'll just and I don't blink. That's the, the that's the part that fucks with them. I don't blink. I just go. <laughs> Give them the lasers. Uh. And they hate it because then they do this. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to do it on the weekend, but it, it's more uncomfortable with my wife. There, and she's like, "Don't do that." Nope. Like, I do it to kids. Teach your <laughs> teach your child better. Yeah. Don't teach your children not to stare unless they're. I just a got high. for it. <laughs> oh, we go for dinner and you're telling them, don't look at those people. Don't look at those people. Like, we you went, can look, we went to the Lotte Giants baseball game and the game was there and my daughter was like this the whole game. This guy was <laughs> dancing, part of drinking beer. So like, she was being entertained. I was like, okay, he's funny and stuff, but yes. he's not watching the game either. <laughs> like, it's not babysitting time. Just look at him, have a good time, and then watch. turn around and watch for a little bit. It's kind of rude to be looking I mean, like that. I mean, if you're doing a dance move and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait oh. Yeah. That's okay. Me. All right. But don't. And I'm 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 sorry. I'm I'm that one. If I if I have a piece of fruit or something in my hand and your kid is looking, I'll black. <laughs> I'm that one. That that would since I touched it, I'll put it right there. But I'm I'm that one. I agree. Teach them better. Teach your yeah. ch- don't stare. It's it can be rude. Say hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a, that's that a, that breaks the tension. It, yes, it breaks the tension. It cuts the ice. Whatever you want to call it, don't stare. Yeah, and then don't get upset when men, when I look back at you. Yeah, open your mouth. I, uh, <laughs> don't I, do that. Say, saying hi is a nice icebreaker. Yeah. Yes, that simple hi hmm. can go so far. Absolutely. Even though I hear and I've noticed here. People really don't speak to each other. And when you do, it's kind of surprising. It's, why are they talking to me? Saying hi to my neighbors. They, like, it takes months before you break them in and finally they go like, uh, good morning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, I don't bite. But after five, six, eight years, you finally get in the elevator with a guy, just two of you. You say hello in Korean. You speak Korean? <laughs> I see you in the elevator for 10 years. Okay, you can speak Korean? My Korean is horrible. However, I can say easy stuff. And my landlord lives upstairs from me. And I happened to see her taking out the trash one night. So I decided to help her. And she was looking at me like, the hell am I? I don't mind. Hmm. Come to find out she knows my boss. Ah. She knows the owner of my school. He was like, if you ever want to learn Korean, she's dying to learn English. Oh. Ah, little language exchange. So right now, when, Take we, the when we see each other in the hallway, my hours are, yeah. by the time I come home, she knocked out. <laughs> but her whole family, when they do see me, they're like, they don't know if to say it in English or yeah, <laughs> say yeah, it in Korean. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did very nice. The Anyaseo goes a long, long way. Long way the yeah. the Jump at the top of my block, the Mel, the the older man that works there, he speaks English. So he what he does sometimes he'll speak Korean, sometimes he'll speak English, sometimes he'll let me answer in English. The other time he's like, <laughs> he kind of pushes me oh, nice, to nice, say it in nice, Korean. Nice. And the same with the young lady in the evening. Super, super nice yeah. I walk in they've learned my name and I'll come in and it's like hi Felica and it's like hi oh, Yaseo and I think it's Yaseo and they're like oh <laughs> I'm like I'm trying I was like I'm putting forth the effort I could do I can definitely practice more than what I've been doing I've been lacking like slacking big time no, not, I don't want to ruin your hopes but after 15 years it doesn't get much better, better. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just the simple fact that I attempted yeah they're like okay cool and well, if, I like I like the braveness sometimes you can encounter like if the store is full of people you can go to the same store a hundred times but the one time you go in there by yourself and no one's in there and the guy I says you feel more curt you, you definitely the, I, I mean the Korean goes where are you from and you go, wow, your, your English sounds really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> why did you wait so long? Like I say, Anyazo every time, but why did you wait so long? But they finally build up that courage to use what they what they know or whatever they learned it. And all of a sudden you have a new friend and you can actually talk about stuff. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. I will mm -hmm. say this. One time I was waiting on the bus to go to work. And a old, little old lady came up. This my girl was doing all kinds of stretches in the park. I mean, yeah. I, I'm like, can you wait? <laughs> and I'm standing there, and she's steady talking. I'm like, uh, 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 and she's like, such and such, such and such, really? Uh huh. Then I stood up. She said, oh, nice, and patted me on my butt. 
I'm like, wait, damn. I don't have no half of what she said. I made out she walks a lot and stretches a lot. And I said, no, I'm fat. She said, oh, no, 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 no. I kept back. I'm like, is my grandma here? <laughs> like, is my grandma here? Yeah, well, she was super sweet, but just kept talking even after I said, I don't understand anything that you're saying, yeah. except for maybe five words. Oh, if you say hello, that's just you. They think she you're just, fluent. Yes, she just kept going. And <laughs> I, when my bus came, I was like, See ya. Petting <laughs> <laughs> your leg in your butt. Yeah, I'm like, that, that's level one. I'm like, that's, that's, we would, that's we would some go grandma move. When we were. Before we were married and we were doing some corporate class and stuff, we'd go drinking with guys or even your director or whatever. Not you, but for mm-hmm. us. And by the second drink, they're rubbing your leg, your thigh, yeah. rubbing your thigh. <laughs> and by the fifth drink, they're holding your hand. And you're like, okay, it's Korea. I'll just But now you could, anybody who's been out drinking with Korean men, and you see them like walking down the street, holding each other, holding hands, picking each other's hair. Please hold your, hold your beer. (laughs) When I'm in the sauna and you're just sitting there and I'm just like, oh, what a relaxing morning. And you just get some weird guy coming up and like, just rubbing, like touching a tattoo. Yeah, the sauna's another one. What, What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, like don't or it, hold on. My friend for the guy I work out with for years, we'll just be sitting there and randomly one day he'll just pinch my side. He's like, ah, no fat over here. I'm like, <laughs> don't ever touch me. Don't, don't, like, don't touch me. What are you doing? Bro, what is your problem? The guy who works there, like he pinched my like one of the new guys that that worked there he came up and pinched my ass one day. He's like, hey, good morning. I'm like, no, dude, I, we're all naked. Please, there's well, no need. My, I mean, that's we were. Yeah. <laughs> We were gonna do one called we were gonna do one called sauna stories a, a segment and yeah. whatever it hasn't come to fruition I, I, yet. But I would love to sit in on that because I'd probably but, be in on the floor well, dying. My I'll, sister, I'll some stories the first time my sister God. came, and and I said you you gotta go. It's the coolest experience. Like we don't really have these kind of communal spa area. I mean, it's first it's of all, kind of I don't private. Want everybody see my rolls. I'm good. There, there's dividers. <laughs> it's it's very it's very more private. These are just. Big. I mean, they're all different sizes, but the big ones are big open spots mm. with with a hundred people, twenty, thirty, fifty people, whatever. Everybody naked, doing their thing, whatever. And they always come up and scratch you. Whatever you're going, no, 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 look, I can get. See, I can reach my back. No, 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 no. You got dead skin. I got to help you. No. I Anyways, I said to my daily. I said to my sister, "I'll see you in an hour and a half. You're on the fourth floor. I'm on the third floor. Have fun." And she's heard all the funny stories from whatever when she got here, just visiting and built up all this, you know, anticipation. And I was waiting and I could hear her giggling before she got on the elevator and she just couldn't stop that. The door opened. That and, would be me. And she was almost crying. I was like, what happened? She's like, they think I have like seven kids. <laughs> These grandmas are playing with my boobs. Oh, hell like, no, no, like, no, no. Why were they so big? How many kids do you have? And she's like, I'm 23 and I have no kids. Like, no, no, no. Come on, don't lie. No, no, and, no, no. But there's no, <laughs> there's no private space here, man. I, I can exfoliate oh. myself. I do it daily. <laughs> I trust me. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I don't need, I don't need assistance. 
Come down to the mail, uh, to the mail one. I have the I have the most special special sauna in the in the land. I'm telling you, there's. Dude, if, if only the people could see my eyes right now. Oh, like, oh my god! There's there is the weirdest shit that happens. All right, I'll, I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple. There's the guy that there's a guy that drinks. He's got like a two liter bottle of green something, and he'll he drinks the whole bottle and then he goes into the cold pool and he just starts belching like deep <laughs> guttural like <laughs> like the devil's coming out of him and then and then he has to <laughs> hold on and then after like the, everyone stops like holy shit this guy's really letting it out and then he'll i swear to god he grabs his nose like this and he lifts it up and then he just smashes his face into the water just like <laughs> And he's like trying to ram the water and like clean his nose or something. I don't know. It's called a neti pot. It's, it's, it's yeah. called a neti pot. Yeah. Number one method of transmitting corona. Hello. Mate. Oh, it was incredible. And then there's a the guy that tried to. Yeah. He's sitting on the floor of the sauna. There's benches, but this guy's decided to sit on the floor. Um, and he was, you know, kind of long haired dude. And first he's. Everyone's sweating, but he starts. It's flinging sweat all over, and we're like, "Ooh, this is this guy's weird." I don't, bacteria, I, bacteria! I felt like I was being held up, like you're getting held up in a bank. You don't know if you should leave or or stay, you know. And then guy grabs his dick between his hands, and he just starts going, <laughs> <laughs> like rolling it like a piece Step of play-doh. He's gonna start a fire. It's like a like the caveman style. We're like, whoa! Jumps on all fours and just starts. You know, <laughs> like we're we're. I swear to God. The twerk started here. Yeah, I think so. It started in my gym in 2009. Yeah. For it, the love of popcorn. Good lord! There's what the hell? There's, oh, a, there's unlimited. There's a guy I see every day who lays down. He doesn't cover his nuts. He just puts one towel over his face and just. <laughs> like the, and he's just his ass is just smacking the, the fucking his wet ass is smacking the marble the marble oh bench. Oh my! Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! We'll go. I'll stop there, but we can oh go on. Oh my! Mm. Have you ever seen a guy yeah. blue? <laughs> can't do a proper squat in the gym? They we get the gym just like these little shit squats. Give the guy a hair blower. He'll do a full squat, <laughs> blow dry his asshole. No problem. Yeah. You got a sweaty nutsack? Hold on. Okay. Full full squat. One leg up on the one leg up on the thing. Watching TV. Oh, it's it, it's a show in itself. I, see, know what? You got some stories for when you call um, home next time. Mm, Mm. Get, get Mel, get Mel, she'll bring you one time. <laughs> like, see, no. Mm. You'll, you'll have stories for life. What? I'll be scarred for life. Well, what, yeah. like? One plus one. Oh. One plus one. Mm. Stories and scars. <laughs> the most. Have you ever seen the Conan one? No. The Conan. Uh, one? Yes, when him and um uh yes. The Korean guy. Stephen. Yes, Stephen. Uh, what is his name? Uh, from The Walking Dead. I love yeah, that. Yeah, Steve. yeah. His, his, yeah, is yeah. Per, his is like a brief overview of when what it's like. they got the scrub, <laughs> yo, Conan was like blood red. Lobster blood. red, I'm huh? like, dude. See, I'm sorry. First of all, we would have been fighting. I'm sorry. Why are you? No, you, you, you're peeling skin off. Oh, man. That's not exfoliation. That's, that's. You're losing the top layer of skin. Yes, yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm going to deck you or kick you. Yeah. No, that's no, no. That's why they no. feel they got to help us because we don't. 
exfoliate that much. See, no, that's that costs forty bucks. See, no, that's <laughs> it's called a washcloth. <laughs> you, first, you use a washcloth. See, the washcloth is going to scrub. Uh, you need one hundred and twenty you know? grit sandpaper. <laughs> exactly. If I want my skin to come off, you know, take a little extra longer in the bath. So after you wash with the washcloth, mm -hmm. you take your your mesh rag, yeah. put a little soap. There you go. And then the Dremel. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, some people do body brushing before they take a shower. One is going to increase, you know, move the lymphatic system, get everything moving out of the way, and it's great for a shower. That's exfoliation. I don't need you to pull blood off of me. No. This sounds like someone who had a massage business. I did. Yeah. Well, hey, Conan's best quote from there. He looked at the table. He's like, "Whoa, is this where they do the uh, dolphin autopsies? <laughs> <laughs> just, just yes. a plastic bed." <laughs> Uh, yes, I am a certified massage therapist. Yeah, do tell us about that. Yes, I love teaching people that there is an alternative besides using medicine all the time to, to heal your aches and pains and to to just for overall health and relaxation. Um, there's a lot of people who are afraid of touch because mm. of the history behind massage. A lot of people are afraid of touch and when it's, I, I, I do like first-time massage therapists, people who come for a massage and they've never had one. Mm. Sorry, sorry, did you say because of the history? Yes, uh, massage has a, a negative background. The Korean massage. Masaji. No, massage. Masaji. <laughs> Any massage. Yes, massage. Is that in the States too? Yes. Yes, there Would you were say that in there were schools. Massage in Canada was a massage. Let me let me, no, let me tell you. There's a that. different name for that one. Oh <laughs> for the other one, the rub and tuck. The rub and tuck. Yeah. Let me give you a history. Hold on. When I hear massage in Canada, mm -hmm. I think of a proper massage. massage. Yeah. Not until I got to Asia. And my cousin in Toronto said rub and tuck, but that wasn't called a massage. They didn't didn't disguise that. But when I got to Asia, I was like. Massage is different than a massage. <laughs> Here's a brief history, a short history. Um, people were going to school in the early 50s, early 40s, going to school for massage therapy. And once uh, the depression happened and everything, students weren't able to pay their tuition. tuition. So what some schools was having their students do was provide sexual activity mm. in order to pay off their student loans. Ah. That's where that came from. Huh. Innovative. That's, a, that's exactly. one way to look at it. Yeah. And Entrepreneurial. <laughs> which made it harder for people who were legit right. therapists. Yeah. Naturally. And I had, even in school, you have to do your, your practical, which is you have to have a certain amount of bodies before you can take your, your actual test. Because you have to do a written test, and then you have to do a hands-on hmm. to show that you you now know how to do everything that you were, you have been taught. Yeah. Um, I have had people, men and women, to where I, I flipped a guy off my table. I flipped over my table. <laughs> what? Yeah. I asked, I said, uh, I understand that you're relaxed, and he's laying um, prone. Please watch your hands. Mm. I'm going to put your hand oh. back on you. And what I would do is I would tuck your, your, your sheet, and I would place your hands like this. Yeah. Or do it like this, and to exactly, yeah. to not mess up any energy flow. If I tell you once... Don't touch me. And you do it again. Shoot him in the leg. Warning shot. <laughs> Warning shot. I'm, your session is over. Your, your, your session is over. Yes. I've had people, couples. Oh, my God, you do great massages. 
whatsoever. Knows, yeah. Yeah. No, he's uh, better than us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've stopped sessions. And yes, you're going to pay me for my time. Yeah. You're going to pay me, and I'm going to leave. And it's scary as a massage therapist. Absolutely. Like, then you have those massage therapists who will do and say things just to get you caught. Yeah. And uh, all, and it, it really does make it harder for someone who's a legit, legit massage, massage therapist. therapist. Yeah. I went to school. I studied cells, anatomy, physiology, kinesiology in order to do my job. Do not interfere with my money and do not interfere with me trying to help yeah. you. Don't. You had a mobile massage business. Yes. Massage. So it just that, means you visit, you visit the house. I went to my client's homes, yeah. yes. But, but when you said scary or what, uh, this is what, and like, how... Do you need a referral or do you just you go to know, anyone's mm-hmm. house? Because, I had, you had to be referred to me. Because that would be, I would see another level of potential scare. If it was somebody I didn't know and even if you were referred, my god brother would go. My god brother would go and he would wait outside. You'd if, be doing the massage inside? I would, and I would do the massage inside. My god brother would be outside waiting. Yeah. He's a real god brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love my god brother Devin to, wow. to the world. Yeah. Um, if my mom, she knew where my clients were, mom, this is where I'm going. Yeah. Majority of my clients came from the ones who followed me from school or salsa dancers, teachers. These are people that I was in that, that salsa dance teacher yeah. world. So a lot of my clients were salsa dancers, teachers, uh, students who ran track and did sports. So that's where a lot of my yeah. clients came from. Yeah. Cool. So I, I made mm. sure I was safe. If I didn't feel comfortable I didn't do the massage. Hmm. Simple yeah. as that. I can uh, I can vouch for the the effectiveness of massage therapy when I was in Thailand. <laughs> Why are uh, you giggling? Uh, yeah, you should just chuckling rather. Land of a thousand smiles. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's, that's the birthplace of the happy ending. Yeah. Oh I my mean, god! It's hey, nah, there's easy. no way Let around it. Let New York it. tell you. There, there's no way around it. Thailand what, is famous. When for I was in Thailand, crazy. training, kickboxing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there was, uh, you know, training was six hours a day. It, in, incredibly it. physically taxing. But going to, uh, she was the, the lady that serviced the, um, the gym members. Mm-hmm. Man, she's probably 60 years old, could probably crush a brick in her hand. And she gave me the most uh, uncomfortable got, massage I've ever had. a sports massage. Oh, my God. It was during it. Very uncomfortable. After I finished, I went, oh, I have a new body. It was, I, I it was, tell, it was incredible, man. I yeah. tell people, if you've never had sports massage, there are several things you want to do mm. after your massage. You want to take Tylenol, Advil, leave something. You want to use Icy Hot, mm. Biogel. Bio you want to use something. Yeah. You also want to drink an enormous amount of water. So if you only drink a cup of water, I'm going to need you to down a gallon of water because mm. you want to <laughs> remove all that lactic acid out of your body. Yeah. Then the next morning, you want to take another Tylenol Advil because you are going to be in pain. Yeah. That massage, that and rolfing is meant to break down your muscles that you have just done. It is meant to stretch that muscle to give it length. Yeah. It is meant to keep you from cramping up. That is what that is designed to do. I have clients, I have a young lady who gets deep tissue well had I don't don't mm. live in the state but I would have to drop my massage table to the lowest point mm. and I would literally take my big ass body and I would sink my elbows into her back yeah. I did that same massage on her 6 foot 5 husband and he was like Lee I don't see how Soli does this shit but you need to stop <laughs> and I warned yeah. him and if I feel something going on in your body to where it needs that that mm. deep pressure 
I warn my clients, which is a, a lot. You don't get that here. Mm. They just trying to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I warn my clients. I let them know, hey, I feel something here that I need to really work out. So what I want you to do is I want you to take a deep breath. And as I sink in, I want you to blow it out. Yes, I know it's going to hurt. But mm. in the long run, you're going to feel 100 better times better. And I would sink in. <clears throat> yeah. And they like, this bitch's elbow is in my <laughs> Yes, I'm on your back, but it feels like I'm in your throat. Mm. Yeah. I don't, so. I don't know anyone who would, I don't think, complain about massage therapy. I think maybe a lot of people don't know how good it can, it can be. be yeah. But... but Part of living in Asia and traveling Asia is one of the best parts. When we were when we were in the Philippines, we've been to Boracay a pile of times, and I have the, these sisters' phone number, and we get there and we say, "This is where we're staying." And sometimes they say, "You're not allowed to bring masseuses into mm-hmm. the. You have to hire our in-house ones or whatever." Um, but other places are fine. Anyways, we have a place where it's fine. And somebody gave me the number of these guys. Might have been Klausi, and we call them when we get there. And every night, we just tell them, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, whatever. Their shift's done. They're not... Mm. Like, they work in a massage shop. And their shift is done. So this is just straight cash for them. And it's a pain if it's just once or something. But if you tell them every night, 9 o'clock... doesn't need every night. But, it's too much. Yep. But it's not the sports massage. I mean, every night, 9 <laughs> Whether o'clock... Whether it's a Swedish or anything, right. your body doesn't need... Anything more than an hour and a half, oh. you're done. Okay. Two hours, your body is like, okay... But we so we would get we'd get them to come for an hour every night, mm. and I think part of it is laying in the sun all day. Yeah, okay. and you're hot and crispy. They come put some <laughs> put some gel on and and oil. Well oil, done, gel, gel. Aloe, whatever. I don't know, but I don't I don't know if it's always just oil or they oil you or can ocean. get a soothing or after beach mm-hmm. massage or whatever. But man, it feels amazing. Amazing. Whether it's the sports one, the Swedish one, like there's all kinds. Yep. But on the beach, when we used to be in Thailand, remember with the French guys? I think I'd be on the beach at six a.m. and they're they're not doing anything. There's no clients. That, hey, do you want a massage? Yes, thirty bucks. No, come on, thirty. That the real price is ten. But it's six a.m. Your pe- massage people aren't going to be out here for like three four hours. I'll give you five bucks right now. You got nothing to do. Here we go. Every morning, I said you, I, every morning. I guarantee you, I'll be here. Get me loosened up for the day, whatever. Yeah, wow. And and so cheap. And sometimes they're not great, but everywhere I've been and had massages, they've been fantastic. Cool. From, had, from Myanmar to Thailand, Vietnam, everywhere. They've I will. Been great. I'll say this: before going to school and learning my craft, getting the massage, I thought that was great. Mm. Now that I know what I'm doing and what it should feel like and mm. what it should look like. I am critical sometimes. Sometimes I have to just be like, all right, of get course, out of your yeah. own head. Yeah. Like, seriously, get out of your own head and just enjoy it. And sometimes it's hard because in my head, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like call, direct- call those the, the vacation massage. <laughs> yeah, like- if I get a massage for 150 bucks at home, I expect... You know, a different level of professionalism and comfort and or discomfort, yes. whatever. But my prices. Here's started, my sarong. Lay down. Nope. Just make me feel, feel good. Better. Feel make I'll me feel say a little better. My prices started seventy an hour. Yeah. yeah. And if I have to travel far, you're paying for. It. If I have to cross the uh, the toll bridge, you're paying for my toll. You're paying for my gas because yeah. I have to bring everything to you. Yeah. You ever consider and doing it here? I would love to. I would. I think, I really I think you'd have. Would love to. I and I sold all my massage equipment. 
to other students who were just graduating massage yeah. school when I came here, just so I can have. I think here, if you set up a basic, here. a basic, you know, massage table and and your basic stuff, I think you'd have. If I had the room, hey, but over there. I love it. I did Swedish deep tissue aromatherapy mm. prenatal. That's what that's I did. cool when you can learn what they're all. But and like you yeah. know, you go to the list there in those countries, and it's like we got all these. I don't know. I just want to feel a little better. Yeah. Like you know, I got a sunburn and, and yeah, exactly. So and if again, I charged you depending on okay, sixty minutes is seventy dollars. That's a Swedish. If I'm doing deep tissue, that's seventy five. If mm-hmm. I'm adding essential order oils, and I'm not talking about cut oils, I'm talking pure essential oils. Yeah. That's an additional five dollars. De- it depends on what you want. Yeah. And that's how I structure. And my this is my price. This is what I do. Yep. I don't do anything extra unless I feel your body needs work. Then I'll do it. And I'm not going to charge. Comes you. with I, the experience. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to treat you are my client. Once you're my client, you're my client. I don't hang out with you. Unless I've already known you from that field. Like yeah, I said, we're salsa partners. Exactly. <laughs> I love salsa dancing. I w- oh, my God. I am fucking dying to go salsa dancing. I One of my students, just she's a salsa dancer here, and she just went to France to... The Congress. There's oh. a salsa Congress going on in the Dominican Republic. There's one going on in Boston. Uh, you the, can't the, find the, any here? Any, any the, One place there's here, stuff here. There's a place here called Fuego. But they close at 9 o'clock. Uh, I get off work at 10 o'clock. You need the 7 a.m. salsa. <laughs> There's not many people I doing. miss. I'm, and if you really want to go, you're looking at going all the way to Busan. Seoul, Isan, Busan. Mm. Busan has a big scene. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. And they have salsa on the beach. I'm, Hundreds of people. And it's wild to watch yes, them go. It's, I miss that. I'm. I keep going on Berjou. Berjou is a, a dance uh, shoe company. Their main headquarters is in Japan. Mm. I'm dying to buy shoes, but I can't justify spending hundred and eighty dollars on shoes if dance I'm not going. In my living room. Exactly. <laughs> by myself. I miss. I miss the music. I miss my friends. Yeah. And when I hear it, is it just it makes. I, well, let me know if you get into the scene here. We'll have you on again. Because I so many people keep posting on Ulsan. Always, right? Like, yeah, like always we people looking. Always, yes, exactly. But always, I, no. There's always people looking for clubs and places yeah. to go. But I think there's a common theme there. I did it. We went. I went and did salsa with my wife. We went for what? Maybe six months before mm-hmm. we had kids. Awesome. And my wife loves to dance. And still, I get it all the time. I want. We want to dance. The the thing is, after work. She's usually pretty tired. We have two young kids. There's not really babysitters here mm-hmm. to make a commitment to go regularly. Like when we were single, we practiced at home every night. We practiced at home, but we had a performance. And I did these guys, these guys motion. used to, these guys used to grind my gears and stuff. And you know, I had to put on the chachi <laughs> stuff there and get yes. right into it. And we had a performance, and hey, it was fun. Uh, and my wife thinks I'm, I'm dodging her. I would love to do it again, but it. let's do it Saturday mornings at eight o'clock. It's not the same. Nobody's up at 8 o'clock. It's it's not the same. Okay, Friday nights. Well, Friday nights I got hockey. Every second Friday. But let's do every other one. Well, who's going to watch the kids? It it just doesn't fit into our schedule now. Yeah. When the kid, three years later, the kids are only staying by themselves, we'll be doing it again. But in our group, there was four or five women. Policeman Che, the big show. Did you read the big show? Yeah. Like double, double, like 
six six. Yeah. The George, yeah. Three twenty. Che Che's the best though. So He's so the, but but the the guys in these things are often single, in their thirties, and yeah, but, but most but most lots of the Korean women who are there are late twenties. They want to have a glass of wine or whatever, and the guy's palms are sweating like crazy, <laughs> and and it. <laughs> And Let's go. Yeah. And, it's, and, and they'll they'll all say the same thing. Like this is kind of creepy. Is there any just normal guys we can dance with? So for like you know it would be girls around the outside and guys just okay practice rotate partners yep. rotate partners. Hey no problem. All these guys dance with my wife because they weren't very intimidating. <laughs> but but I think most of the women were happy to get kind of okay. He's got a wife. He's just practicing. Not a, so it was kind not a, a pervy yeah. thing, but there was an element of it to it. And I don't know who's asking. That's, that's the line. essence it's of the dance. The yeah. No, no, that's no. the bachata, bachata, right? The bachata. Here's but the thing. That comes with the community. Man. Here's the thing with bachata: two girls can dance bachata, two guys can dance bachata. It's do you want they to let them into your space? Because I can have a full-on dance with somebody, and can I borrow your hands? I'm just going to go from here. I'm not going to allow you in my space. We're just going to do a basic bachata move. That's it. Mm. We're going to do a couple spins, a couple arms. Okay, but I'm going to keep you here. I don't want you in my space. Right. If but I the want Korean you, dude brings you in here. That's when you see it's called a strong arm. Boom. <laughs> but, but that doesn't. But that's the thing. Girls wouldn't do strong arms here. See, and that's, uh, so this I'm, is why it's not compatible with a lot of I'm, foreigners. I'm, a, I'm, I'm going to strong arm you. Hmm. I dance for art and motion. And even my teachers, dar- darling. I get to bring when, you to the place. I want to see. Wait, wait I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to tell you now. I'll go. I'll go and I'll do it. I when I first started dancing, my very first performance sucked ass. It was so horrible. Like my, it was. You could see my instructors say, "Darling and Mikey were right there, and they were like, "Yeah, they're killing it." And all of a sudden, it was just like, (laughs) 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 my partner's arm cuff slid off his arm down my arm. (laughs) The one girl, her shoe flipped under. It was just all out catastrophe. But they was like. They literally did say, if you don't want some, you, and I've stiff armed guys on the dance floor. It's like, no, I don't, I, that's why I don't like sensual bachata. Hmm. That's when you said is when it, that in Kisomba is you're, you're close. Now you can be apart, but if I'm not in, if I'm don't find you physically attractive, I'm going to block you. Yeah, and the same thing, right. men do the same thing. If they'll dance with a woman and if they're not really into that woman and that woman needs to have one too many drinks or something, they're going to control, which they should control the dance anyway. But they're going, no, I don't want you in I, that I space. I think if you're in a large space where you'd be embarrassed if you if you violated the unwritten rules, that, they might follow that more. But when you're in these small little private places and Johnny's a good dancer... And you know, you've been sitting there all night. Well, come on, let's go. Yeah. But 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 the girls like when we used to go on open night, like Friday night. If Tuesday was practice, Friday was like just open night. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think girls would be terrified of Adjashi Johnny coming up and picking them because, but they don't know how to say no. Oh. And that's come kind on, of the I, Korean. Come on, Adjashi, me and you going dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Soon as you try something, I have I have been known, and you can ask my friends. You can they will tell you I'll walk off. 
Yeah. Is that how is that received by the men? Do, I don't they, 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 no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but generally, um, if, if a man strong armed a woman, it's, it's just fine. It's it's understandable. It's, it's okay, understand okay. that that person. Either two things. Either I wasn't dancing well, or they're just the moves I was making. They didn't want to receive them. Oh, okay. Simple as okay. that. So, so there's right. a, there's yeah, a mutual the, understanding. There's a mutual yeah, okay. understanding. Cool. You'll you'll dance with people, and I've seen it. And they'll you'll tell them I don't know how to dance, and mm. they'll get mad at the person. It's like I told you before we started dancing. Yeah, I don't know how to dance, so you can't do all of these different arm things and spins. Yeah, just don't. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Thank you, and I'll see you later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I tell people even. Though I, it's been a long time. I, if I do get a chance to dance, I tell people, "Look, it's been a long time, so take it easy. Don't, don't, don't get too fancy. Don't do a lot of spins, backflips. Let yeah, let me <laughs> let me work my way back at, back into it. And that's the dance community. You should be able to respect that from your yeah. your dance partner, sure, or whoever it is. Yeah. And that's what I I, I miss people who actually want to dance, mm. social dance. If if you are a professional, please know how to. Take your professional and just—you're in a social dance atmosphere. Yeah, I'm gonna introduce you to Gabby. She is, mm, I think, Mexican American, recent or newer friend of ours or, or colleague, and she likes to dance. And I love she's it. she's pretty spicy, and she's got that. It's an interesting. I love adjective it. for that. <laughs> she's Mexican got that. Woman. She's got that. That uh, that spiciness, no flair, flair. There we go. She's got that. <laughs> you know, it. You don't meet so many strong women in, in, in Korea. Yeah. And when you meet one, you're like, whoa, you got some like you're you're willing to to try. You're not afraid. You're gonna tell someone you you got it. Like you're not shy. It, there's so it's so such a conservative culture. Mm, and yeah. and so then to meet women who are outspoken and they're like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I talked to her the first time on the phone. I was like, whoa, you sound awesome. You got some life in you, man. I want to meet you. This, these two are best friends. And I've known Des and Alan for a long time. They just recently came to Seoul for the Congress. Watching them dance, watching Des dance. Most men don't, if you can't dance, don't get on the dance floor with her. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. I'm, I'm going to warn you now. Wait, this is, I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to warn you now. She's an amazing dancer. Her body is ridiculous. And she just had a kid. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I wouldn't so. be out there with her. I'll be taking the video though. So that is Desiree Godson and her, her dance partner. Yeah. Watching them dance and I've danced with them. I've taken their, their dance classes Phenomenal, Look at the shoes. Yeah. That's ah, Berju okay. shoes. Those are Berju dance shoes. Those yes. look like Berju my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this is an amazing dance team. Um, Darling Garcia's another one. Uh, Eli Torres. Eli Torres. When when women and men see him. Especially women, and I tell women in a heartbeat, if you think you the shit on the dance floor, you want to get out there and you you flipping and doing all of this, and Eli see you, he going to make you look small. Oh. He going to make you look like... I've seen women when Eli gets on the floor and you want to act cute, and he be like, watch this, watch this. Let me put this bitch in her place real quick. Get out there. 
they just be like. That sounds like a hockey game. Yes. <laughs> and I'll, I'll never forget. Eli came. I just started salsa dancing and I wanted to dance. And I asked the guy, I was like, would you like to dance? He told me, he was like, no, you, you, you're not that good. And Eli heard it. He said, what? Oh. So we went out and started dancing. Eli went up to the guy. He says, not that she can't dance. You can't lead. Oh, mm. that sounds like a professional opinion. He, yeah. Yes, he's a professional dancer. Yeah. Travels the world. Yeah. Performing and teaching classes. That's probably the hallmark trait of a of a professional no, that they exactly. can dance with anybody. anybody. Yeah. If you are, regardless of what my skill level is, if you can lead, hmm. well, you're supposed to be able to lead. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I love it, but I'm not confident enough to be the damn leader. Like you I, can do it. You, you learn you learn enough steps or whatever, but you're like, am I good enough for you? Like you like to dance, I'm not that good. So they're like, okay, Friday nights change partners. And we're like, I'm just came to dance with my wife. I don't really look. If you we can, understand each other. If we're not good or bad or make mistakes, we don't care. We don't criticize. We're just here to have if fun. If you can keep a basic step, <laughs> just have fun. But then it was funny. Like who's gonna come and ask my wife to dance? They got the balls to come ask my wife to dance. And what? And, See, we don't have that at home. No, but it, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I wouldn't even care. But you. It's funny, like, is it, is it respectful, disrespectful? It's, He's a foreigner. They're, they're different. You know, they come here. They have fun. But, but I, I understand yeah. it's not like that. But this is, is a funny atmosphere being yeah, with all Koreans. Imagine. You're the only foreigner. <laughs> and they're like, should I? Should I not? Like, is she, is she open for anybody? How about? How does it work? Make it Because nobody comes. Everyone there leaves their wife at home or their oh husband my God. at home. Make it easy. If you're unsure, go to the husband. Can I? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, but in Korea, there's not that. Yeah. Those kind of rules. No. Is he older than me? Then I don't have to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> if he's younger than me, I don't have to ask him. Okay. I don't have to ask him. But yes, that's, that's a oh, common, geez. like, if, yeah. like, at home, if, wherever, you, wherever, because we just traveled Wilmington, Delaware, New York to go dancing. We would just, yeah. whatever. If you are a couple and you are, a known, especially you're a known couple or you're seen at a table and you're assumed to be a couple, if somebody wanted to dance with you, you just go up to the person there with yeah. and just be like, hey, is it okay? Can it's just, just part of the dance culture. Exactly. It's not, you're not at a bar asking, like, hey, might but, have a drink with your wife in like, private. But it's like hockey. The hockey culture here is very different than hockey culture in Canada. Mm-hmm. The curling culture here, the bowling culture is all very different than what we know. You don't got a robot hand? And, hit the road. And the, huh? you can bowl you 180 those? without, yes, I have seen without those robotic wrists? Yeah, because we've never even seen those in Canada yeah, unless you're a professional. Exactly. The Dude, recreational just... guy doesn't have a bowling bag. So... This is what I mean, like yes. the atmosphere in all these places is what? very different than what we're just. Using. I just want to point out, we've talked about B bags, C bags, and D bags today. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that. No one, oh my God, T bag. Oh Lord, oh, have mercy. I can't believe I missed that one. Oh. I didn't. I caught it. I've noticed that nobody does anything just for fun. No. We bike talked about riding. this. We, oh, yeah. we talked about this yeah. last time. The bike riding is like ten thousand dollar bike. Yeah, to um, ride the Tewadong. Tewagong. Oh, the girl we interviewed on Monday, she's doing a PhD, bachelor's degree, international trade, master's degree, international relations, PhD, stand-up paddleboarding. <laughs> no, she's doing leisure sports. <laughs> she said stand-up yeah, paddleboarding, yeah. Stand-up, leisure. PhD in stand-up paddleboarding. Yeah. leisure sports. But, but yeah, but, but but just along the same lines of you, you can't, people can't really... Do something just to enjoy. Enjoy it. Or you mentioned to music as well, right? Yeah, because my, my, I understand international mm. affairs. Hi. Hi. 
Hello. <laughs> Simple. You just did it. You uh, just made an international connection. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Where are you from? What's India. Right? How are you? <laughs> really? What part of India? See how easy that is? Fucking international. <laughs> you don't have a degree? Come on. No, I don't. I'm sorry. No. You're not a stand-up paddleboard? <laughs> yeah. I know. I tried. <laughs> I probably drowned. Oh, Can I get man. a PhD in drowning? <laughs> Give me a PhD in life preservers. I'm, sweetheart, whoever you are, I mean, you know harm. I'm just, just busting just busting your chops. Just busting your chops. But, uh, no, it, I, I agree here that everything... Very roller broad, skating. very broad I want to go roller skating, but one of my students, one of my students straight told me, he was like, Teacher V, I'm going to teach you how to roller skate. Because um, you can't backwards skate. I'm like, I've been skating before. How old is your mother? Your mother's younger than me. I'm like, there's, been- there's roller skating in New Core Outlet in the basement. I want to go roller skating. Mm. My only problem is, is there gear there? What I've, what I've, I've, uh, first of all, we don't have gear for roller skating. We, if you you go mean roller, gear like, like skates? No. Other things. Uh, I've seen, I've watched a couple videos online of some roller skating rings here. They got Cyborgs. elbow pads. Yeah, that's a roller knees. derby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they got, now, granted, you have to sign a waiver now in case you fall and break a finger or something. But Mouth guard. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm noticing that it's definitely a difference between the U.S. and other places in here. People don't skate to the music. They just fly around the ring. <laughs> no. Right. You have to. You want to skate to the song. If the song is grooving, you want to. You don't just want to. <laughs> no, that takes the fun out of it. Oh, okay, that, okay. No, you want to have fun. But yes, my student was like, you can't backwards skate. Miss me. So. I'm gonna teach you how to skate. I'm like, there's a hog one for that. <laughs> <laughs> Backward skating. Yeah. Back I am so done. <laughs> but yes, like, and in my head, I'm like, yeah. So every week I ask him, "Are you gonna take me skating this week?" He's like, "Miss V, I'm not going this week." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Well, it sounds like we're gonna have to introduce you to a few places here: the yeah. sauna, salsa club. I'm not club, going. <laughs> Salsa club and uh, the skate park. Yes, these are things I I miss. I miss. Those are my happy places. Yeah. Those are my happy places. To unwind. Yes. Yes. To forget about all of uh, all of it for a while eh? that's I, a, I, such a they, leisure man yeah. just taking taking a breath from from the, the everyday from the everyday grind yeah. yeah this this has been a blast but I okay. still think we have so much more stuff to do okay. Yeah, you gotta but, come back. But it's can going you can on. you can you promise us that you're coming well, back? I, 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 I'm oh, just gonna just get a couple more now. <laughs> can we do a couple more now and then? Sure. Kind of. I was just gonna ask about deciding and returning to university as a mature student and how you ended up here. Um, uh, we could probably talk for hours again, but just the short version. Yeah. Uh, 2017, I needed to do something. Um, I love my family, but. It was getting to that point where I needed to be away from my family. I just, I just, for my own sanity, yeah. for my own health. So I decided, I said, you know what? I enjoy tutoring. Mm-hmm. Um, majority of the people who ask me to help them are foreigners from our neighborhood. And I like doing it. So I might as well just go ahead and get a degree in it. I searched online. Uh, the first school that offered a program in teaching as a secondary language was Ashford University. Mm-hmm. So I signed up. 
Beautiful. Signed up with all my all the different schools I went to, my military background. Those credits knocked out a whole year. Beautiful. So nice. I only had to nice. do three years. Wow. To, to knock it out. Which is how it should be, right? right? You're applying as a mature student. You've got all this life experience. Yeah. You don't need intro to whatever one. Exactly. So it knocked out a full year. Beautiful. Um, being, and here's where coming, working for the Eagles through G4S Secure Solutions made life simpler. Technically, we're not, we're not supposed to bring our laptops, but I had built a bond with a lot of the Eagles staff. Hmm. Um because I have been there for so long. So they... Sit down and relax, sir. I'm doing my master's. (laughs) They really was like, know what? Switch your shift. That's why I went from night to morning. Hmm. Because it's a little slower. As long as you do your job, get your work done. Oh, beautiful. So they supported me, along with a lot of my family members, really supported me. And then with the people who I was tutoring, I had four Korean families. I had three Spanish speakers. And when I told them what I wanted to do, they was like, you need a reference letter? Yeah. I had three reference letters from Eagles uh, coaching staff, money marketing team, and two of the players. Beautiful. Gave me references. Then the families that I tutored, they gave me references. Beautiful. And it went from there. That's when I did Oxford seminars. It's like, hey, I'm gonna do it. Mm. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I finished. I graduated in the top ten of my class. I had, yeah, a B. Congratulations. And that's even after telling two professors, like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, some of the classes were stupid, and like I was telling you, I'm glad I didn't go into a brick and mortar because I know my personality. And if I got a bunch of twenty year olds in there talking, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying too much money to be here. This is coming out of my pockets. Mommy and daddy aren't helping me. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I can't be, I, I know I couldn't be in that format. So doing school online for me mm. was perfect. Yeah. I had to nice. communicate with a certain amount of people, communicate a little bit with the professor, did my work, turned in my papers, did it on time. If it didn't make sense, I made it very clear. I'm not going to write you a 20-page paper on bullshit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Miss Scott, yeah. you're going to fail this class. I currently have a GPA of so-and-so. So for me to fail your class, I'm still going to graduate with a B. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't care. Yeah, and I did. I did my work. Yeah, I did my work. I had professors who was like, "Miss Scott, you're a little bold." With me. Well, then don't teach garbage. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> the name of the course is this, that, and the other. Teach that. Yeah, I like that. From, don't teach garbage. Yeah, don't teach trash. I, I feel there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. And then I just started. Jeff is the opposite of that. <laughs> Jeff is the exact opposite of that. There's not much structure. But you'll enjoy yourself and have fun, fun. Okay. and learn about life. And I don't know what the course is called. Can it just be called life? If it, yeah. if it was yeah. a course called life and yeah. that's what it was, then I would understand yeah. it. But I had one professor, and I'm make this very the call. The class was called Problems with Education. Hold on, we got to start another three hours here. <laughs> exactly. Right? So we're gonna make this quick. <laughs> we did not talk about any problems. Yeah. And I asked the professor, "When are we going to talk about problems?" She wanted us to write a thir- a, a twenty page paper. I was like, I refuse okay. to waste my time to write you a twenty page paper when I did not learn anything from you. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to do the it. Problems, so I need you to just, tell me them with the thirty page the papers. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's professors. <laughs> That's like, just her prep for next year. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to teach you anything. Let yeah. me start off by saying that. Yeah. But anywhere, 
through everybody that I was tutoring and through my coworkers, they were like, Lee, you like doing this. You seem happy doing this. Why don't you just do what makes you happy? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do what I make, do what makes me happy and get away from my family. Beautiful. Nice. I am actually, yes, I'm actually closer to my family now that I'm away from them. Yeah. You appreciate every conversation, every, every visit home. my first four days home were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Fifth day? My mother started getting on my and I was like, <laughs> I'm ready to leave. Yeah, so I was like, I'm so ready to leave. Yeah. I love my mom, but <clears throat> she treats me like I'm 12. It's mom's job. <laughs> she I'm loves you. 47. <laughs> I think she told me. You run away from your problems. I said, no, I didn't run away from my problems. I left you. I'm not, I lost hair arguing with you. I've lost teeth arguing. (laughs) I did. (laughs) They shattered in my sleep from stress. I love y'all, but you're not going to kill me. Yeah. So when the, the right job came along, and there was many jobs that were nice, but that's not what God was just like. No, he threw in all kinds of, he threw in COVID. He was like, nope, this, that, that, <laughs> that nope. It's... And when I did my Imagine interview that. with. God picked the best place. He, he, South Korea. Korea. Exactly. And know what? I have honestly, my first year. Hold on. Does that mean I'm the smartest God? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I picked here without a money, no. but maybe he drove um, me <laughs> My first year That's here. That's a hubris that takes you down there, sir. Believe it or not, has been. <laughs> the most stress-free i had a few hiccups here and there um some stressful points at school but when i let my director know Mm. he did whatever him and his between him and his wife and the staff they made me feel comfortable oh i I think we felt the same way i honestly thought i honestly thought one of my coworkers hated me i thought Mm. this lady and Again, I told you before, I'm a big, I'm a crybaby, mm. believe it or not. And it takes something emotional to make me cry. I was praying like, Lord Jesus, what do I need to do to rectify this? And I told the owner and he just had a, a company dinner. Yeah. That fixes a lot of stuff. It, it and did. creates a few more. <laughs> no, it honestly, because the teachers don't speak really good English, he, it was so funny. He bought a timer and he says, everybody has 15 minutes and you have to speak English. And we sat down, we introduced ourselves. We And I was able to talk to the teacher and I was like, I honestly, because every time I turned around, she was right here. Mm. I was like, I honestly thought you hated me. Like I was to the point where I was going to flip out. Mm. She was like, I just don't know how to. Stiff arm in the the (laughs) She she takes out her Google Translate. Resting bitch face. Oh, sorry. (laughs) She was like, I just don't know how to express words. And that there, now it's to where we do 30 minute segments in, in school. I'll do 30 minutes of helping them with speaking english and they do the same with me mm. with korean yeah nice so i i'm happy where i'm at i have a great team i have a supportive people that are around me when i lost my best friend melanie was there and my my co-workers and my mm. owner was there yeah and i i had my best friend was murdered in the, the u.s yeah and i i physically just broke down and he was like you know what Go home. 
go that i had in my first year as well i had it wasn't even a fr- i couldn't imagine it. it must be tragic with uh with a best friend i had yeah, someone, it's still, as you can see it still bothers me yeah. i i had like an acquaintance i had met only a few times but around the same same age i saw that on facebook it wasn't even from a friend and it was like <gasps> being so far away from home and i i just told him like man i have to i gotta go home i can't can't I, take this anymore i got a text message oh yeah. And it was like, hey, did you hear about Rob? I'm like, uh-oh. I just spoke to Rob. Mm. We just FaceTime. Yeah. I got another text message. Leak, did you hear about what happened to Rob? Oh, no. I'm like, guys, please tell me this, this is a joke. Yeah. I'm on my way to work. Yeah. He was shot in the back of his head. Oh, man. They still don't Terrible. have any answers. Terrible. My whole world just kind of... Yeah, and be it man, being so far away from, away from home. home yeah. yeah, that's the that's the mo- the intensifier, I guess. Right? Yeah. That you that that uh, that overshadows the whole thing. You can't go home. It's everything's done, done through exactly through text and through through FaceTime. And it's it, uh, if yo. there's ever a time that you need, you know, the comfort or touch of of someone, that's that's it, and, you, and you're missing it. You know? And I got it from work, and definitely Melanie. Yeah. Melanie yeah. was a huge help with that. Yeah, yeah, she already was. So that was like my my worst point part here. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. I'm happy get, here. You can get, uh, and I, I think we have very similar uh, feelings from our first years here. It was, it's just, it's, it's a break from home, a break from family, less pressures, perspective, pers- yeah, and, yeah. Perspective. Oh, yes, oh god, yes, and even ju- just a. We talk about leisure, leisure sports or whatever, giving you um, a breath of fresh air or a break from the from the everyday. That's how I felt in the first couple of years here. Just like. Oh. I can breathe. <laughs> oh, I got this some time to about think about not, things. And... Not uh, acknowledging or not being consciously aware of what's always going on and just blocking everything out and just, I don't care. I'm just me. doesn't yeah. matter what anybody says. Talk to them. I don't care. My wife, my wife would say, oh, they think, you know, someone's going to think you're greasy or your hair or you're this or that. That's a given. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. What what has more grease, Nate's hair or a bag of uh, Philly cheesesteak? Um, <laughs> a bag of Philly cheesesteak. I'm gonna say the cheesesteak. I'm gonna say the cheesesteak. I got you. You haven't I'm seen it say- on Friday. You gotta wait till Friday to see the real deal. Okay. Thank you. Uh, this was fun. This was definitely fun. Good times. Yeah. Oh, there's still yeah. Listen, you you gotta come back. I, I just made a list of about ten more things. <laughs> you know, we said we talk about over forty and expats, and we we got tied up in all yeah, kinds of funny stuff and I yeah. probably haven't laughed that much in a long time and yeah, yeah. then that means the job thanks. well done <laughs> thanks oh, yeah, I, but this is our social life this is our kind of you know we don't go out boozing and drinking anymore and this is this is meeting here. interesting people and, and hearing interesting stories and so when I saw you on that chat say I'm 47 I was like wow she's brave nobody would come on here and say that and, and the Koreans nope. would be like you're 47 and you just came here and you're a teacher Yep. And I was like, she's got probably has a cool story. Yep. Yeah. How come I don't know anyone who's ever heard of her? Yep. No, the oh, best part he, he, he calls he calls Mel like, hey, do you know this lady? Hold on, I'm shopping. You want to yeah. do a podcast? <laughs> Literally, like, it, it freaked me out at first. She was like, she's reading. She's like, do you know? Who knows me here? Yeah. She was like, and, and Mel knows me, and we do work with all kinds of different yeah. people in the city. She's like. I'm with the her now. Did she do something? What, did she do something? <laughs> I'm freaking out. Like, in the middle of the supermarket, I'm like, what? 
Who is this? Yeah. How do they know me? Yeah. You go through the whole who, what, where, why, why. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'll, I'll close it over here. All right, thanks for coming by. Everyone, thanks for listening. We'll catch up with everyone next time. Hi. See ya.